0: Taking off in five, four, three, Deuce. Yeah, hello, 2019. We're here. How are you, my friend? Week one. Yeah, week one in a very long season.
1: How was your week one?
0: Uh, week one was good. It was productive. Uh, I did a lot of things that I was uh, I already put in motion before the year it ended. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's always good to keep the the ball continuously rolling, as yeah. they say. How was yours?
1: It was, um, there are a few things that I wanted to accomplish that I didn't. Yikes. Um, but I've committed, like, strongly committed myself mm-hmm. to because I didn't have the week one start that I wanted to. Yeah. I'm going to get it together in week two. No, the
0: year's a disaster. Just you just <laughs> pack it in. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. 2020, <laughs> uh, this is my year.
1: This is my year. Um, uh, yeah. So, like, one of my big things, and this isn't necessarily like one of those bullshit New Year's resolutions, but it's like, Something that, that just needs to happen. And if it's going to happen, may as well happen now. Mm-hmm. That's changing my relationship with sleep.
0: Okay. Tell to me.
1: How, you know, how I look, view sleep in terms of, you know, most people just like, oh, sleep is sleep. You know, when I'm tired, I go to sleep. Yeah. Sleep can be a very productive thing, mm-hmm. right? Um, resting your body, resting your mind. When, when you sleep more strategically or more like thoughtfully mm-hmm. um like I, when do i go to sleep right if, if i have something i need to do tomorrow right planning my sleep time mm-hmm. strategically so that i can you know wake up earlier to prepare for that thing sure or maybe i plan to sleep longer to be more rested for that thing you know mm-hmm. whatever, whatever it may be maybe um I've been working out all week so that you know maybe instead of seven hours, maybe I might need nine for my body to yeah. recover a can, little bit more. Can I ask you a question?
0: Yeah. Where do you think you are? This is America. Fuck sleep. Okay? We oh, don't value that's... sleep. <laughs> you you work yourself to the bone. You don't have any rest. There is no off time. You work around the clock, always. Okay. You yeah, get see, it until I, it's gotten. I think like I don't even know what that means, yeah. but it sounded good. <laughs> It was energy there, Yeah. yeah. but see, I,
1: I think like that's like the bullshit we're like fed, right? But, yeah. Like working people, right? Yeah, working people are told, "fuck sleep." <laughs> it really is.
0: Yeah. Well, actually, no, no, because that dude Gary Vandachuk or whatever the fuck his name is, uh, he's always running around talking but, about sleep. What sleep? No, never. Why? No, <laughs> he, he's bullshit. You didn't even have he, anything behind that. You're so like, no.
1: so so again, he like um yeah Gary Gary, Gary V, v yeah. he um. Now I'm not gonna say he hasn't worked for his money. He definitely's worked for it. I think mm-hmm. he's one of the like a uh, few like billionaires or whatever who's, um, you know, he wasn't like born into it, mm-hmm. it as far as I understand, uh, he, he, like, or maybe or? I
0: mean he wasn't born into richness, but he was born into business because his dad owned like a liquor store that mm-hmm. he essentially inherited. Either after his dad had passed, or his dad just gave it to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so he kind of had a leg up. Like he, I think yeah. he, he he likes inheriting to dress it a up with like is a very big leg up. Even, uh, yeah. even if it's a liquor store, but you have to spin it into gold. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's different if you just keep it as is or run it into the ground. Yeah. But if you make something like if you if you turn that investment and quadruple it, I don't know. That's that's a big up to you. you yeah, yeah, no, you know? definitely
1: big up to you. But inheriting a business, is... not nah, true. A fucking huge leg up. Yeah. Well, but anyway, so like yeah. my thing is, um, no, working people are taught sleep less, work harder. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> but what what's really happening is you're you're sleep deprived. Mm-hmm. You're working hard as shit. Mm-hmm. You're not really necessarily reaping the rewards of that extremely hard work. Whereas like very like wealthy, uh, very intelligent people are like value your sleep. You know, be more strategic with your sleep. Get as much of it as possible and use your waking hours effectively, right? Yeah. Spend a good amount of it working. Obviously, you have to generate income to pay your bills, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Spend a good good amount of it learning. Mm -hmm. Like one hour a day learning something new. That's 365 hours of like learning that you've accomplished throughout the course of a year. And you can do something with that time. Yeah. And then spend some of it resting or a good amount of it resting. Right. Um that that work, 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 work thing. I don't that's not the way to do it.
0: Yeah. I I go back and forth because I always feel like I can be doing more. And I think that's my what my problem is 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 like even when I've done enough, Mm -hmm. I always feel like more is is necessary. And it's because uh, it's an uh, I know what I'm capable of. Like it's different when you know yourself and you're like, look, I can't do this shit. Like so for instance, I know I'm a morning writer. I'm not a nighttime writer. I can't write at, I can't function at night. Like if you ask me what three plus three is at night, there's an off chance. I might tell you 18. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but if you ask me in the morning, you know, I could have, I could have produced the answer before you even asked me the question. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm lightning quick. In what the time do you morning. go to sleep? Uh, generally speaking, I, I start fading out around 10, 30, 11 ish is when I start fading a little bit. Okay. Um, but
1: how much time in the morning do you spend like writing?
0: Uh, it depends. It depends on what I have going on that morning. So if I've got work, you know, or, or something else that I'm doing, then I might only spend maybe like, and I'm completely lying when I see this because I'll say I'm writing and then I just end up looking on Instagram for okay. <laughs> two hours. Uh, but generally, like if, if I'm doing a good job, uh, I would say probably two, three hours is like my max that okay. I can kind of go with uh, without like productive. When do
1: you usually yeah. get up in the morning?
0: Uh... I'm up wide-eyed about seven fifteen. Okay. Yeah.
1: What if you went to bed at nine? You woke up at
0: six. I've tried this. You you jogged. I literally can't. I can't wake up at six. There's something between the hours of five thirty and like six thirty that it's literally impossible to wake me up. If somebody's going to rob me, Mm -hmm. hear me now. That's the the premium time to come rob. Is that because
1: (laughs) you're going to bed at ten ten thirty? No.
0: It it doesn't matter what. It it literally doesn't matter what time I go to sleep. Seven fifteen. I'm up. Like, yeah. uh, like I lit. this happened the other night. I went to sleep at like, uh, it was like three or four in the morning. Mm-hmm. I was wide awake by seven fifteen.
1: Yeah. So the reason I say this, cause like I, I used to, um, I remember I used to take this gym class, right. Yeah. Um, back when I worked, uh, at, you know, at one of the companies here in Baltimore Yeah. and I like how
0: you skirted past that. Yeah. yeah. You, didn't, you didn't try to give him a shout out at all. It. Yeah. It's yeah, no, no. <laughs> <No>. all <laughs> you wanted to, and then you're like, nah, I ain't going to give him that. I ain't <laughs> going to give go him no. that clout. Yeah. I want to hold that. A company yeah. here in Baltimore, <laughs> I used to work for them, they had a gym
1: yeah. on the. Uh uh, on the campus, right? Mm-hmm. And they had early morning gym classes. The class would start at 6 a.m., mm-hmm. which means, uh, you know, I live like 15 minutes away, but I had to get up and, you know, get ready in that 15 minutes and then travel 15 minutes. Yeah. So I would get up at 5.30 for this gym class, right? Yeah. Um, gym class would wrap around 7.15. I didn't have to be at work until 9. That, time between work and gym class I would eat like a very healthy breakfast I would shower I would have time to kind of get myself together and prepare myself for the morning yeah if I was smarter back then because this is when I was like between 21 and 24
0: yeah
1: if I was smarter back then I would have used that time to like read to like mm. learn something right yeah and I remember how easy it was for me to get up then I could just get yeah. up you know, I knew I had something to do. Yeah, I knew I had like a, a commitment to the class. Yeah, so that's what I kind of need to retrain myself to do is commit myself mm-hmm. to, you know, something in the morning yeah. for me to well, have a reason to get up.
0: Well, and you can't forget about your porn time too. You need porn time. Uh, you need to build that in throughout the day. Like you gotta, you can't, yeah. you know, because if you try to squeeze that in, you know, between like lunch and your three o'clock meeting, Mid- that I really don't feel people like that's watch a good. Look. midday porn. You, <laughs>
1: Something wrong. You you either knock it out early in the morning or you uh, or your or your yeah. nighttime, nighttime. Yeah, yeah. There watcher. there
0: is no mid afternoon porn watching. If, you're, if you're, watching, you're doing that, something's drastically yeah. wrong. with If you're watching porn your life.
1: after nine a.m. Yeah, or like between nine a.m. and nine p.m. Those hours, if you're watching yeah. porn between those hours, yeah, something's nah, wrong. Something's wrong. With yeah, you. something's it's going on. Yeah. After nine p.m. or early morning. Let yeah. me just uh, early unless, morning rub and time. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we
0: found the uh I think we found the title to this episode. That's a good one. Yeah, I think rub and tug is uh it's it's very appropriate and a plum. Uh ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 2019. Thank you for joining us here at the Fade. And with that, let the festivities begin. We are back it is twenty nineteen. It's your boy, T.O., as you know. It's
1: your boy, O. Rain, real name, no games, no gimmicks. And we
0: are the motherfucking Fade Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything TV, media, and film-related, along with any other goddamn thing we want to talk about. Holy shit. It is a new goddamn year. I am feeling excited, optimistic. The soul has not been sucked out of me yet, like in 2018, that I think tried to kill everybody. I think 2018 was essentially just Michael Myers and it just tried to kill everybody in the fucking movie. Well, like, I mean, Thanos came in 2018 <laughs> and he snapped that finger and got a lot of people out yeah, of there. He really did? So yeah, 2018 <laughs> did get a lot of people out of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, for those who didn't, uh, didn't hear it, please go back check out our uh, year-end wrap-up uh, we talked about a whole myriad of that that was a good word by the way i, 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 myriad. I myself married
1: i thought that was a person i was like what
0: <laughs> now it's miriam do we have a yeah. guest yeah, it's Mir- <laughs> we got on the podcast today <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so go check out our year-end wrap-up uh, we talk about a whole lot of shit on, on there uh but uh onwards and upwards we are looking uh full steam ahead to 2019 all the great shit uh going on this year um we're going to start this year off with an uh, interesting topic: uh, well, shutting shit down.
1: Yeah. So we we started off, we spoke about sleep earlier, right? You know, who's not getting any fucking sleep? government employees. (laughs) Yeah. Either
0: they're not getting any sleep or they're getting too much sleep uh, because they have not been to work in quite some time. And
1: they're, they're sleeping a lot because they don't want to be awake (laughs) thinking about the bills that they have to pay. I
0: don't mean to laugh, but at this point it's just, it's a silly fucking situation. uh, The, the, the government finds it for those
1: good, hardworking government employees that are, Affected by this government shutdown, uh, definitely feel for them. Like these are people with children, with mortgages, with like responsibilities, people who need to put groceries in the refrigerators. Yeah. And this fucking guy, yeah, Donald, yeah. <laughs> you know, this fucking Donald. guy is shutting down the government yeah. because he wants Five Bs for his wall. Yeah. That, I think the estimated cost of it is like eighty one billion.
0: Uh, it's stupid. Uh, the the entire thing is dumb. Uh, oh, nigga,
1: you want you shutting down the government for five?
0: Yeah. yeah. Well,
1: well, okay. So ask for fifty. Uh, it <laughs> that was zero yeah, behind that. Yeah, what bargaining balls.
0: school did yeah. you go to? I don't think I'm going to go ahead and read this. Uh, what was this book called? The uh, the art of the deal. I don't is, think I'm gonna read. that. Is that his book? Yeah, that's his book he wrote. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm not, he, well, I'm not he didn't, reading. He, in, Don, in classic Donald Trump fashion, he did not write it. Uh, somebody essentially wrote it for him, and he uh, basically just is like, oh, "Yep, yep, that happened." Yep, uh, yep. Yeah, he just threw his name on. Yeah, basically, uh, like he pretty much does everything. But, um, but yeah, so the, the, the government shutdown isn't something that's new. It's been done before. In fact, it happened last year, and I think it happened, you know, a couple times, a few times during the Obama administration. So it's not like shutdowns like are just but the problem is is that they rarely get or I wouldn't say rarely but this seems to be a really petty reason to shut the yeah. government especially when you tell people oh I'll shut the government down I don't care
1: yeah you know was, you know what's funny <laughs> to both Obama and Trump the, yeah. the response was the same exact response yeah. like that they got from like Congress or Senate or whatever, yeah. but for very different reasons. Mm. For Obama, it was, no, nigga.
0: <laughs> they used those words exactly. Because yeah, yeah,
1: he he, <laughs> he's the first uh, Orn, black president. Orrin
0: right ha- Hatch was like, nigga, please. Yeah, nigga
1: <laughs> please. And then to Trump, just because uh, he's asking for something absolutely ridiculous, they're like, yeah. No, nigga. i didn't you five B's. No.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just very. It's all very obscene um, and just stupid. Uh, but uh, but we felt like we should uh, should open with that because it's a very sort of like you know I think in situations like this you really do have to reevaluate your decisions in life when you know somebody can arbitrarily just shut down your shit just because they're doing essentially like a temper tantrum. Yeah. Like like it's weird. That's a weird. Like it, imagine if you went into work, right? And they're were like we're, we're on a shutdown. I don't know what to tell you, man. Uh when do we come back? I don't know. And you are just like uh but yeah I've got formula to buy like, for my so newborn child. My direct deposit, <laughs> Is that still going to hit? They're like no, we're sorry. I'm like uh, what? Well, I, I need to take all of the TVs in this bitch. <laughs>
1: I need all of the MacBooks.
0: Are these 2015s? Are these 2015 Macs? Yeah. What uh-huh. are they? No, I need the 17s and 18s
1: <laughs> with the retina display because I got rent to pay. What, what, what do you do? I would immediately like, I start selling dope.
0: It seems like a complete like 180. Yeah, like, my boss. I'm a very important government uh, employee. I'm high up. What's we'll that? The government shut down. All right. But I Yo, need to get who's this on the block? Off? Who's on
1: the block? If my boss came to me like, yeah, we're shutting down. I don't know when we're going to be open. I'm going to be like, I got that fire. I got got that loud. What you trying?
0: What you trying? Got
1: Got them pills. Got that weed. Got that gas. What you (laughs) trying, cop?
0: What's your advice? 20
1: a dub. 20 a dub.
0: I got it. Yo, (laughs) it's very weird to be out on the street and just to have people like, at first I thought people were just like schizophrenic and talking to themselves, but apparently they're just trying to sell you drugs. Like I remember I was going into like 7-Eleven or some shit. And you know dudes was like yo 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 got the fire got the fire i was like all right i mean hey if you need a dollar i'll give it to you you know <laughs> like i I'm, I'm all about helping out the homeless the the the, the mentally ill when it did turns this happen out he's like last uh, week you figured uh, this out basically yeah yeah. yeah. it's very <laughs> we confusing live in baltimore yeah. I mean, you're just not learning <laughs> yeah. this uh yeah i don't know i don't know
1: I, I love the the uh like the the drug dealers with like you know the the really good the elevator pitch you, you gotta like have a yeah, really good one. What,
0: what's what's the elevator pitch? You, you gotta like like is it like a like I don't even know what the fuck that would be because like I don't even know how to your approach because you have to you have to have extreme confidence. I heard
1: this one dude. He was like um, Jeff. He was like Jet Fuel Pills. I got them deals. Jet Fuel. Jet Fuel. He's Jet Fuel Pills. I got them deals.
0: Oh damn, that's a bar. That's yeah. a good. one. I was yeah. like, damn. Jet he got fuel pills. I got the wait. Jet fuel, fuel
1: pills. I got the deals. Damn, jet fuel pills. That's got actually the deals. Yeah, yeah. Jet fuel yeah, pills. He's got a got artist deals. Head. Yeah. I was that's, like, damn, nigga, I might yeah, buy some. Yeah, he
0: he should he should start writing a screenplay immediately. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> if that's his elevator pitch, I feel like that's uh yeah, yeah you got a future in writing, young man. Yeah, Is I, it? <laughs> but I feel like
1: we're gonna see a lot of people with security clearances. Oh yeah yeah. Oh, I'm in the corners, block. selling,
0: selling, selling packs. Yeah, need to get that off. No, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Uh, <laughs> need to get rid of this pack by noon. <laughs> it's first of the month. Rent's due. Yo,
1: I, I love drug dealers work ethic. Though.
0: Yeah. They, they really. Okay. Some of them are extremely hardworking uh, some, entrepreneurs. Yeah not, yeah. All, yeah. not all. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you have some, just like anything else, right? Like you have some really good ones, go getters, and then you have some really lazy ones. Yeah. So I feel like if you're just standing under a light post. Uh, or a light, whatever, what do you call it? a light post? On yeah. A that's block. What I call it. On yeah, the block, on a yeah. I really feel like, yeah, you're not, you're not maximizing your, your time there because you're essentially waiting for your clients to come to you. Mm-hmm. Now you got to go out there and you got to hustle. You got to hit the pavement. You gotta, you gotta think of creative ways to marketing. You know, yeah. I mean, you gotta, you gotta think of the whole nine. You can't just. That and you know? I mean,
1: sometimes your customers come to you and you got to be where they're expecting you to be. And yeah, it, and but I feel like dudes is on a block for like the, eight hours, nine, ten hours.
0: Yeah. Well, I feel like when you s- sit Make, under a lamp lamppost like the, the cops know you're standing there. You're not invisible and it's not a mystery on what you're doing.
1: But I mean, those guys don't have the drugs on them. They collect the money there, and no. then you go pick up this Yeah, stuff either away. way,
0: they put tails on you. Look, I've watched enough Wire to know. But if you, how could, this if you works. could make three
1: <laughs> three stacks, I, I don't think I could have said a much more wider <laughs> thing to yeah. say.
0: Yeah, you <laughs> watched watch the, the Wire. I know Wait, how this works.
1: <laughs> I've seen the Wire. I'm in the know. All
0: right. Uh, So first things up. Um, So uh, I definitely want to let you guys know what the uh, since since we are a TV, media and film podcast, uh, I want to let you guys know what's uh, what's coming to your screens, both uh, both wide and small uh this week coming out in theaters uh in wide release is escape plan it's a very light week for movies uh, yeah. i don't know if it's like the first of the uh the year like or the first week of the year so maybe everybody's like i'm gonna avoid that because i know everybody's still suffering from a hangover uh but it's just a very light light week uh as far as theaters go uh so the only thing really opening of note in wide release is uh, escape plan uh which looks uh not good uh <laughs> but go out and see it if it uh behooves you. Uh coming out in limited release are uh, American Hangman, being uh Being Rose, Rust Creek, State Like Sleep, Take Point, and The Vanishing, which all sound thrilling. Uh and on streaming, we've got uh coming out on all this is all coming out on Netflix, uh we've got season three of a series of unfortunate events. Never I watched like one episode of that and I was like yeah I'm not five i don't I don't need to watch this yeah um the comedians of the world which sounded kind of interesting it sounded like an interesting release uh is basically just like they 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 see if like comedy like translates like if they're like universal comics which it's an interesting concept because different cultures like perceive co- comedy different ways yeah so
1: yeah, yeah yeah I mean it's it is very interesting how humor translate yes in certain cultures and how other cultures it doesn't like um you know i have a friend who is telling me that he uh he's speaking with this this girl who is um chinese yeah and you know they had a hard time communicating initially Mm -hmm. because where she's from Mm -hmm. um and i'm not saying this is the true for all chinese people but for her in in particular she's like well where i'm from you know we don't small talk or we don't like flirt in mm-hmm. the way that like Americans flirt here, it's so like what are you supposed to do? Like, yeah. yeah, so like whenever he tries to tell her like a, a flirty joke, yeah, you know she's like, "Thank you." <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, it's very. He's odd. like, "Oh,
1: I like how that." You know, I like how that that, that dress is. Fit. Yeah. Well, that right? that's she's what she's like. I... I bought it at TJ Maxx <laughs> for 1999. <laughs> she's like yes <laughs> all right <Yeah. laughs> well
0: uh let's go to dinner like um that's what uh leslie knapper when she was here she was saying that like uh because she does uh and go check out that that's a very good episode by the way i forget what episode it was but um or what the number was or that episode but yeah uh, the one featuring good.
1: leslie knapper you should yeah. be able to find it
0: yeah she was talking about how uh things translate to like different cultures and she she has a very good sort of perspective on it because of uh her her, her time history. in japan yeah, yeah um so uh then we have uh pinky uh, Malinky. don't know what the fuck that is. Uh, tidying up with oh, Marie show. Kids movie or show. Yeah. Oh, is it?
1: Oh, tidying up looks very good. What Actually, is that? Um, I've never seen it. So it's this show where uh, it's kind of like the, it's kind of like hoarders, but mm. a little bit more. I'm not gonna say refined, but yeah.
0: um, <laughs> but what is a refined hoarders? <laughs> what is that? Well,
1: so it's not like people who necessarily are hoarders, but mm-hmm. it's like people who just have like a lot of clutter mm. and um the 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 star of the show i forget her name uh, you just said yeah. it um did you
0: did i i don't know tidying up with oh marie do
1: yes marie Kondu yeah. do um so she kind of comes in she does a little bit more discovery like you know what is the reason for the clutter like mm-hmm. wh- you know why is there clutter here and how mm-hmm. do we get rid of it both physically and mentally so it doesn't continue like i watched one episode where you know the woman this woman had lost her husband so she kept a lot of his stuff which for you know mentally that like she was kind of holding on to that like old relationship the baggage Mm. from it not allowing herself to like move on and find new life right so she she helped she came in she helped her like clean up her home what's the
0: amount of time that uh when somebody dies that you have to get rid of their stuff like what is what is the appropriate time
1: well, I mean, I think it all depends. Like, did you have them killed or <laughs> yeah, if you had them killed? I feel like had, was it. You have to hold cancer? on to it.
0: Yeah. You have to hold on to it a little longer you just to so? keep up appearing. If you kill, if you have somebody murdered and then you immediately get rid of all their sh- all their shits already on eBay. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I really feel like that's a that's a fucking uh, uh, arrow pointing directly at you. Like, you yeah. get it. nigga.
1: <laughs> How long did it take OJ? That's <laughs>
0: I don't know if I should laugh at that or if that's just not funny
1: yet. OJ was probably he OJ probably had a new chick in there that no, week.
0: Like literally after it happened, OJ showed it with somebody was like, damn, it looks crazy here. What Where, with all this
1: blood? What a come chick from? that looked just like <laughs> Nicole. Nicole Brown, same size, same, everything. Just like he was like, "They're closing the closet. They should fit you. get dressed. Do you, We're going out." Are you a
0: size six and a half? Got you.
1: <laughs> what? But you know what? I think you wait a year. I would wait a yeah. year, and then after yeah. that, it's the, creepy that
0: you thought about that, earlier, right But okay, I just thought about it now. Oh, okay, <laughs> but
1: I would probably wait a year just to like, you know, grieve a little bit. I think yeah. the grieving time is important, and yeah. then and then you accept, and then you find new life. But you cannot hold on to all that person's things and move on. So like in this episode, I I think, you know, and not, not to spoil it for anybody, but I will in in this episode, (laughs) she like had all of his stuff. And what she did was she kept like a few of his shirts, you know, one of his jackets that he used to wear and, um, like two, two of his like hunting boots or whatever stuff that had a sentimental value. Yeah. The rest of it got rid of it. and she Felt lighter. So this is a really good show. I'm going to, I'm definitely going to check it out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that's one of my uh, if I have any resolutions, it's literally to just watch shit as they come up, because yeah. if you don't, then you just immediately forget about it and you never go back.
1: Yeah, I, I do. I do that a lot. Remember, I yeah. said on the last episode, I need to start using the favorites. List? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to start using that. And then sometimes I'll see something like, oh, that looks good. I'll, I'll watch it like another time. I yeah. just need to watch it then and there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I,
0: I, Instead of watching it like the, I did the other night, I watched the uh, The Matrix Mm. Uh, let's just say I was under the influence, and uh, so I was like, <laughs> "Let me watch something good, yeah, or something to just, you know, I don't know, just something that like would be good in that instance." It's always a good watch, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I watched The Matrix, but now I'm regretting the fact that I watched The Matrix for the thousandth time. <laughs> I should have. Watched <laughs> Yo,
1: so else. that same exact thing happened to me the end, the other night. I'm scrolling on Netflix, right? Yeah. And I fucking hate Taylor Swift. I hate her music. I hate everything about her.
0: Yeah. Well, 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 I really don't understand what's likable about her. I, I, I guess I don't understand it.
1: So me, me neither uh, for, for young women going through breakups. Let's just, let's, just,
0: let's be candid about it. Young white women. Yeah. Young white oh, yeah. girls, uh, Asian girls too. would we'll throw them in there. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jesse goes. <laughs> uh, because, you know, if you're Hispanic, it's Selena Gomez. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're, if you're like a young black woman, it's probably uh, like SZA or like, Uh yeah, who uh, is the L M A or
0: no? It's um, not no, it's not L M A. Too new? No, it's Beyonce. Beyonce? Beyonce? It's got to be Beyonce, right? Beyonce.
1: But if you're going through like a breakup, yeah, no, if you're going through a breakup, I don't think it's to the left. To the left. She makes too much like fun,
0: (laughs) (laughs) fun music. Were you trying to like do the The single girl thing? I don't don't know what you're trying to do.
1: But but yeah, so back to Taylor Swift. If you're a young white or Asian girl and you're going through a breakup, her music is all for you. Yeah. Um. Anybody else? I can't really understand it. So I watched her Reputation tour, yeah,
0: which was on <laughs> Netflix, right? Yeah. What What inspired you to?
1: So I hate her so much that
0: I'm like, <laughs> you wanted to hate watch it. So
1: I, I wanted to either prove myself right or wrong. Yeah. Right. Okay. So and and I do this with stuff on Netflix. I'm like. I don't like that thing or I don't like this, you know, <clears throat> let me, let me discover something I may not have known about it and see if it changes my opinion. Yeah. Um, now, I thought it was going to be more of like a tour slash documentary yeah. where you get to see her journey throughout the tour because it was yeah. two hours long. Yeah. But no, it's just like her
0: performing. Performance, right?
1: Yeah. And, she can't dance for shit. Like, <laughs> I mean, why would you think? All that of it, it was like the same hand movements, yeah. a little head move from side to side, yeah. some hip shaking. Yeah. I mean, no ass. So, you know, <laughs> what what are you really doing? <laughs> um and then like the first song was about you broke my heart, but I'll be okay. Right? And this, the last song the, the, was this, you I didn't heart, fuck that. I didn't okay. get to the last song, no. <laughs> so the second song was I'm okay. You broke my heart. I'm moving on. Yeah. The third song was yeah. "I Got a New Dude," um, but I mean, you to broke be, my heart. I got a new guy. And I'm to okay. be fair, like, isn't
0: that all fuck? like? I mean, yeah, like that's all the music, right? Like that's not that she's not doing something that's like, like, it, it, and I, I guess that's why I don't understand her popularity, is, or then I don't know. So I, I will say she does have a incredible voice. Okay. Yeah
1: her the content of her music, it's literally But it's not but again, what
0: did you say though? It's not for you, right? Like it's it's not for it's for a very sort of specific demographic. But even
1: even a young girl going through a breakup, listening to it, you know, after sixteen songs, five—that's <laughs> five al- what you want, though. Five albums and six, <laughs> sixteen songs on each. Later,
0: it sometimes you it know. takes that long for a breakup, yeah. brain, and, right? And
1: and for Taylor Swift, it's like all these guys keep breaking your heart. <laughs> I'm, I'm, the pussy must be trapped. <laughs> <It's> fucking, <laughs> uh, he let all these guys are leaving for a reason. It's not them, Taylor. It's you. You probably can't throw uh. it back probably don't swallow I, I don't know what it is
0: <laughs> all right but I'm, it's not them i'm leaving immediately. I don't <laughs> so to, I so
1: so i got through like the first 20 30 minutes of it right yeah. and i'm like holy <clears throat> shit like this is not good it's not yeah. so i fast i started fast forwarding all right yeah um and it was just more concert, more concert, more concert. I'm like, yeah. there, there's no like break from this, like uh, documentary style. There's no yeah. like background stuff. I'm like, yo, fuck this. So <laughs> I fast forwarded the whole way through. And yeah. I, was like, I was looking for something at the end where maybe she talks or gives some insight into yeah. the concert. You wanted to get to
0: know Tete. You wanted to get to Sure. Know tell it. me something.
1: Yeah. But nope. Nothing. Just music. Just. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's pretty much what I feel about her music. I don't feel like it's very. Uh, I mean, uh, apparently she writes songs about, you know, actual you know breakups that she's had or actual guys, and everybody's speculates who is she talking about this time? Is she talking yeah. about Wilmer Valman? Isn't then? she date Wilmer Val? Whatever the fuck his name is. No, that was um. Oh, that was that uh, was that chick who OD'd. Yeah.
1: Uh. Uh. uh fucking. Demi Lovato Demi Lovato yeah, yeah. yeah. um either way um, Damn, but she needs to drop an album like now because yeah, yeah she's that, got fire yeah she's, she's got she, fire she's got uh she got something you know, to say yeah no i mean you know the she still got the sympathy
0: Oh yeah, this the year. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like she's she's got she's got fire right now. Like people are gonna listen when she speaks. Yeah, but okay. So this points exactly why I don't think I really appreciate the Taylor Swift of the world is because when I so I I, during the Christmas break right I Mm -hmm. I listened to uh, one day I was home alone and I listened to the entire I think it was actually Christmas Day. Or maybe it was Christmas Eve. I don't know. You um, listened to her entire album? No. Negative. Holy uh, shit. Uh, yeah. I listened to the entire catalog for Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. The entire thing. From uh, Off the Wall to... And I'm cutting it off at Dangerous because it gets weird after that. Like you, you have uh, History, Present and Past, which was... There were some new songs on there, but whatever. Um, and then you have Invincible. Don't really count that as like a legitimate MJ album because that was way past his prime. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I listened to everything from, I listened to off the wall thriller, um, bad and dangerous, Mm -hmm. right? All of them back to back to back. What I realized is MJ, the reason why I think he stayed so relevant is because, is because he talked about a whole lot of shit that didn't just have to do with like love. Like he talked about a lot of things, you know, in, in, in his music. And I think that that's what made him the star. He was at least in part, was that he wasn't fixated on just one thing, you know, and some of his music was kind of ambiguous too. Like, you know, um, like the title track off of, off the wall, right. It's this really catchy tune and it's just about, you know, um, getting off of work and then dancing or some shit, you know? Yeah. And it's not like this fucking, and, that, and I, that's what I don't get about the, how popular, like the Taylor Swift of the world are. It's just like, She's so stagnant in like the one thing. Or maybe she does. Maybe there are some Taylor Swift listeners out there who can educate us on exactly the deep material that she she brings to the no, table. I, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Negative. But like, I mean,
1: she's she's fucking massive. Um, you know, I, I gave it a try. I, I definitely gave it a try in terms of knowing that I don't like her, but being willing to dedicate myself to learning something new and what i learned is that i was right the first time like, This <laughs> shit is, Should shit not is terrible.
0: anyway back to our regular scheduled program uh uh and then also on netflix is uh and breathe normally uh call my agent season three el potro i don't know if said the right but uh unstoppable um and then lionheart which is apparently a nigerian movie it's uh one of the first nigerian netflix Original series or original series, I guess this is uh, uh, things on. Huh, uh, nice. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta so check that. yeah, uh, it looked it looks somewhat interesting. Although I'm holding my uh, judgments until after I watch it. Uh, and then in throwback picks for Netflix, because obviously Netflix every you know they they put a bunch of old shit on on their uh, their platform every month. Yeah, first up, the granddaddy of them all, The Dark Knight, is oh, now yeah, available yeah. on Netflix. I will be watching that. Don't care uh, that it's something that I've watched a thousand times. Um, another movie that's actually really good on Netflix that I highly recommend is uh, City of God. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a uh, sort of like a foreign film uh, movie. It's It's got subtitles. So if you don't like subtitles, sorry, but it's just an excellent film. I remember I watched it a number of years ago and it was one of those movies where I just it just happened to be on a TV one day and I was going to change it. But then I just, oh, what's happening in this scene? Okay, what's happening again? Like, and it just kept sucking yeah. me back into it until like I just finished the movie and I was like, "Oh, that was fucking dope." You yeah,
1: know? One, one of the two I saw on there recently that I'm definitely gonna check out just because this movie is so great is Watchmen. Uh, so Watchmen is now on Netflix. Um, mm. I'm definitely gonna be watching that. Yeah, uh, I saw that. Yeah, uh, and I think this. Is I, I only
0: th- didn't mention it because I hate Zack Snyder now. Now uh, I have hate. I, I appreciate we, Watchmen, yeah, but we, now we divorce, I hate what he's done. We
1: can divorce Watchmen from him. I can't. Um, and. Bruce Willis is by far one of his like top three movies ever. Tears of of the
0: sun. Okay. They got a lot of uh, Bruce Willis then because Pulp Fiction is also on uh, on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, Uh, And and you know what?
1: I think Armageddon too. Yeah. I watched that that
0: again the other day and I even sent a tweet out about this that uh, after watching Armageddon, I now have the firm understanding that Michael Bay has the emotional uh, maturity of a 12 year old. <laughs> like what? you have to be the comet coming to Earth. Send no, no, no. Just up. like, or just like his, like his character building, his like thought process as far as like reactions to things was just like it was like a as if a twelve year old made this. I was like, oh, this is exactly how people act, knowing you don't know how the fuck people act yet because you're twelve. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, like I he and and then you realize that in a lot of his movies that he just does not understand human interaction. Like, uh, it, 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 it's I, a, it, I think Armageddon was made. Go sense. back. When's the last time you watched Armageddon?
1: Um, I would say I definitely watched it in 2018.
0: Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. And you thought this is how people would react in situations such as these?
1: I, I didn't watch it from that lens. I watched mm-hmm. it from like the lens of you know this is a, a movie, I've, movie I've enjoyed. Yeah, um, it's good. It, no, I went
0: back and I studied and, it. Okay, you know yeah. may,
1: maybe I need to look at it like analyze it a little bit more, yeah. but. Yeah, let's leave Armageddon alone. It was a good movie. Uh,
0: don't touch my Armageddon.
1: Who was um who was the guy who did the soundtrack? Um, the guy with the fucking
0: Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler. But he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. I don't think he made the soundtrack. I think he just made the 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 Aerosmith made that the one song, the Aerosmith song. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That song is a classic. What? The, how's it going? Again?
1: I don't want to close you
0: know,
1: my it eyes.
0: It does. Yeah, there you go. I don't want to fall asleep. Yeah. Uh, the new Tay Tay is uh. What happened?
1: What happened to Live Tyler?
0: Oh, she's still there. Yeah, she. Uh, the last big thing I can not big, but uh, the last thing I can remember when she was she was in the Hulk, uh, yes, the yeah, the one with uh, I think the, I think it was the Edward Norton one. It was Edward Norton. Yeah, Hulk, yeah. Uh, that's the last real thing that I can remember her in, and I think she's she might be in a series. Maybe I don't know. I might be just making that up, but uh, but yeah, she's still there. Yeah, I haven't seen her in a while, but yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah you're about to say Junk. I I really do feel like you're about that was Who, about to, no, yeah. yeah, She's still a bad Junk. No. Oh, okay. Right. Of, uh
1: she's actually uh, she's got that like squishy face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, what she, is it
0: with you and uh what's your name? Uh, uh Squishy face? No, no, no. Uh well, yeah, uh Bridget uh, she played Bridget, Bridget Jones. Um um, Renee Zellweger Renee Zellweger yeah. yeah She's definitely yeah. got Like a mushy face yeah. She's, she's mushy up, They're man. squishy and mushy It's fucked up Both of their fan Her, Are going to come She
1: looks you. like she had um, Like a, an allergic reaction
0: Yikes All the time <laughs> Moving on uh, Also <laughs> uh, Throwback pick on Netflix Is uh, The Departed And then um, All of the Indiana Jones movies Which uh, We don't even have to spend too, too much time on this But I did want to ask the question Because I feel like It's a question That needs to be asked Is Indiana Jones good? Yes, well, change my mind. I, I'm I'm Stephen Crowder. Change my mind.
1: Was it was it uh, the um the one with like the the crystal skull?
0: That's uh, the one that that's. I think that's the most recent one that came out. Let with me, uh, Shia LaBeouf. Which
1: which was the one with the uh, was it the Temple of Doom, The Last Crusade? I think it was the Temple of Doom with the little Mm -hmm. Asian kid.
0: (laughs) I think that was yeah. I think that was the last one. uh, or that that was was the third one. I think Jonathan
1: Key Kwan, yeah, who played uh, Short Round or or Key Hu Kwan in the movie. That was the best Indiana Jones of all time. Okay, there there
0: are people who who make the case that it's the worst. Of all the Really? Americans. Yeah. Mm. No, fuck them. Okay, Fair fuck enough. them. You know yeah.
1: they're all the people who are suffering from the government shutdown. So <laughs> not only did it, did I say fuck them, the government said fuck them too. Particularly <laughs> the Donald.
0: Right. Well, some of these federal employees are going to come after you right? if you keep. They're going to make your life a living hell. You think you're going to get a tax return? No.
1: I owe the IRS. So I wasn't gonna <laughs> get a tax return anyway. <laughs> hey, so so you know one thing though. Um, now that the government is shut down, yeah, right? They accept uh, think, the
0: payments, but they don't give refunds. Yeah, up,
1: I, I think uh, if it goes beyond a certain point, or oh, so yeah. the IRS right now is not operational. Yeah, yeah another. Yeah. Um, and if or it, actually, I think if it goes beyond February, yeah. Um, people just uh, they're not going to be processing tax returns to release or to be paid back in March. Yeah. Um, if it goes through February, so it's just gonna be like. You may not get your tax returns until like dumb late.
0: Yeah, yeah. There are a lot of people who are hurt who are counting on that to yeah. uh, to save the day. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: if there was any time to like cheat on your taxes, oh, now it is now's the time. Yeah, because there's there's just there's just, just no way that they can. Yeah, try to. They're check not all gonna that catch it. Yeah,
0: yeah. They're they're gonna be like no Dog, audits this year. I'm
1: gonna write off. <laughs>
0: Big shit. I was breathing this morning, so therefore I'm writing it off. I
1: three hundred dollars at the strip club. I'm writing <laughs> that off. <laughs> I'm going to itemize that on entertainment. I mean, I think you could. <laughs> you probably could. Um, Charitable donation. Uh, she yeah. needed uh, that new accounting <laughs> textbook. She's <laughs> in school.
0: Uh, what, what is the number one? Uh, what's the number one thing that women who strip study? Like, what's the, is it? Nursing?
1: Yeah, nurse um, or like they're all like dental hygienists.
0: I, I think you have the misconception that they're all dental hygienists for a number of reasons. But
1: no, I mean, it's it's it, they're either nurses or they're in like school to be a dental assistant or dental hygienist. Well,
0: yeah. Why? 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 Why not being a be a dentist? It's maybe because like, that's too hard. That's very difficult. Yeah, it's a lot of schooling. That's Um, where the money is. It's about the money, Lebowski.
1: Yeah, but, uh, I mean, she's not shaking her ass because she wants to. (laughs)
0: You're shaking that ass because you want money. All right. Right. So What what did uh, Cardi uh, B say? Shmoney. You want that shmoney.
1: I I think the dental program to actually become a dentist is very difficult. Um, Yeah. You know, if you didn't go to college. You you yeah. can still go through like the dental assistant or a dental hygiene yeah. program, and yeah. it's like
0: a two year program. Yeah. On, on the subject, uh, shout out to my man Kareem. Uh, big ups to you. Uh, the only dentist that I actually know. Um, and yeah, he did. He did go through some long nights. Yeah, <laughs> in order to, to to fulfill that, but it's like, uh, what, like
1: eight years of schooling total. I mean, yeah. there's like your, your grad or your undergrad, and then you go to um, fucking med school or whatever. Yeah.
0: Something. Yeah. Uh. Okay. But, uh, so uh, I don't, I didn't really get a compelling reason for why Indiana Jones isn't trash. Uh, so I'm just gonna leave so, it that it's trash.
1: Yeah, so I'll, I'll say this. It uh, I mean, like if you really, really deep dive into like analyzing the storyline and the character development and blah. blah it, Maybe not the best movie, yeah. but for pure entertainment well, there, there purposes. There's some
0: people who would argue that, that actually it is. It is a good form uh, because it, it creates, it, it sticks to a particular formula and it does it really, really well. At least the first two, if not the first three. Yeah. The fourth one nobody really acknowledges no. is even remotely good. But uh, but I, I just don't know. I, I never really, as in like an iconic, like okay, back to the feature classic everybody knows you gotta like be a fan of back to the future um uh you know star wars uh whatever like all those i understand Indiana jones was just never something that when i was a kid i was just like
1: yeah for me the the storyline makes sense the purpose of the character makes sense the Mm -hmm. character himself is charming and likable and Mm -hmm. and harrison ford you know he's just I, I think he's a great actor. Yeah.
0: Um, In general, I don't trust white guys with whoops. <laughs> yeah. Just as a general. I, I didn't like that yeah. either. Um, <laughs> and,
1: and for from an entertainment standpoint, entertainment yeah. purposes, it was a very entertaining film. You mm. know, the first three. Right. Yeah. So I think that's what classifies it as a great film. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I I just don't think I liked it. I don't even have a compelling reason for why I didn't like it. I just uh, there's just never something I got, gravitated towards. Uh, I know you wanted to talk about the herb, the herb known as marijuana, hemp. Hemp, is that what hemp is? Dank, that's what hemp is.
1: Uh, so I think hemp is like the. I thought like it was like a the fabric, the, the natural. Um, like hemp is like the the like the leaf. Oh, okay. Uh, or the extract. Um, and then,
0: yeah, cause I got some hemp lotion and I don't know if I'm getting high every time I'm putting, yeah, lotion oh yeah, on I, got,
1: I got the hemp, um, like body, body wash as well. It's okay. It's a, I mean, hemp has, does it give you a little so, boost? Hemp little has boost so many purposeful uses. I mean, yeah. hair wash, skin treatment. Um, you can make, um, like clothing out of hemp. You can yeah. paper as, uh, you can use it as like fuel for, for,
0: yeah, I know it to be like, uh, the hippies, uh, choice of style. He's yeah. wearing a lot of hemp shit.
1: Yeah, hemp is. Yeah. I mean, it, it's 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 uh it, it has so many purposeful uses, right? Yeah. Um. So the state of Oregon, yeah. right, has an ex uh, a surplus of one point three million pounds of marijuana, which basically means that the supply is much higher than the demand, which drives down prices. Hey. Right. So it's shout um, out
0: to Oregon real quick. Yeah. Big ups v- to Oregon for uh just an unending uh, amount of fucking weed. Uh that is a lot of fucking weed to have on back order. yeah Yo, You know what I mean? Or back stock rather.
1: And you know a lot of it is going missing and uh, who who, <laughs>
0: who cares? They're high. They don't notice that it is missing.
1: One week, oh we have 1.3 million. <laughs> next week we have 1.2. Oh, next well. week we have 800,000. <laughs> Who really cares?
0: Yeah. What, what, what did we say? They need to go to the cartels and figure out what's going on here. Yeah. How do you guys I mean, move this shit out?
1: El Chapo is in <laughs> U.S. custody. Yeah, he, they yeah. just need to allow him to consult yeah. on yeah. how to move that product. Pay him
0: a fair salary or pay him a fair uh, hourly rate, you yeah. know. And uh, yeah, yeah, get get his two cents. He doesn't
1: I mean, even need. Give him an extra hour on the yard <laughs> a day. You know, extra
0: hour of TV, uh, some more TV time. He'll tell you everything you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> Let him get the yeah. conjugal visits. Oh yeah, he'll, he'll yeah. tell you what he'll you be need to straight. know. Yeah, um, that's a lot of fucking weed. That's though a lot to, of weed. Uh, I have, mean, yeah. the,
1: the tax revenue that that state has generated from uh, legalizing marijuana is just like astounding. I mean, yeah. what the state of Maryland could do with that tax revenue. It can find and clean up Baltimore. They can turn on the heat in the schools. They'll never do it. Yeah, they'll never do it. Impossible. But they can do a lot. Um, So, I want to see what's going to happen with that. It's going to be very interesting. I I just thought it was a very interesting story.
0: It is. Uh, I think you know when you talk about supply and demand, it's very strange when you talk about weed because you always figure that the demand would always be higher than the supply. But now it apparently we're getting into a realm where the supply is outgrowing the demand, which yeah. is a fucking strange thought. Like you go in, what?
1: you like twenty dollars. You are like I just want to, I just want a little. And dub, they just, just fucking a hand, you they hand you a pound. Barrel. You're like, I have work tomorrow. <laughs> I have (laughs) shit to do. Take most of this weed back. Uh, I'll keep a good sum, but take most of it back. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm
0: not gonna lie to you. Uh, Through some more recent experiences, I've realized I don't need a lot to get me going. I think uh, just uh, just a little smidge. Yeah, just a little smidge.
1: And I'm straight.
0: Yeah, I don't need. You know, some
1: people may smoke like. 10 I don't a understand. Day? like that's when you know you, just, you need to
0: dial it back like yeah. you just it's just like drinking right like bro, like look at what you're doing with your life like yeah. when you're smoking when you need to wake up and uh, 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 wake and bake I really feel like you should start reevaluating certain things in life like I really don't feel like you're headed down a very good path you you might need to consult who's that who's that lady that everybody goes to and talks to is that her name is or whatever Something like Oprah's friend. Go talk to Um, Oprah. You need to go talk to Oprah. Was it Gail? No, no, nobody wants to talk to Gail Kim. Really? Yeah. um, (laughs) All right. Moving on. Uh, So Apple and Netflix are going to war. Not really, but in my mind, they are. Uh, Essentially, uh, to summarize, what Netflix did was essentially tell Apple that they can no longer, people can no longer pay for their netflix subscription through like itunes which what apple did was they for you know like um you know any sort of subscription based sort of app they would allow you to pay for it through that but they were taking a cut of that like uh so for instance if netflix says hey okay you can pay for the subscription through itunes apple would take 30 percent in the first year and then 15 percent of you know, of all that revenue in subsequent years, and I think that that got them like I think two hundred and like fifty or somewhere somewhere thereabouts million per year just in that, and they didn't have to do anything. That's crazy. That's nothing that they have to do for that essentially. Um, so Netflix is like, nah, nigga, what? <laughs> I need my money back. You know, I need the full hundred. Like, I don't don't give me the fucking you know seventy percent of that shit. Give me the full hundred percent. You know. Yeah. So Netflix is essentially saying, hey, you can no longer pay for. Netflix subscription through iTunes that you have to come to the actual in uh the app and they call it like I guess an in app purchase. Um uh and so a lot of other places are doing that as well. Like uh I know Epic Games, uh, you know, the people who are behind Fortnite, they've they've got their own sort of uh you know uh app, you know, and store. they're going up
1: against like a mountain in Apple. Of
0: course, yeah, yeah. Apple and Google Play. Yeah, now you know.
1: Epic Games, I mean, with just Fortnite it. Huge, right? It, yeah. I'm very familiar with Epic Games, going up against Apple and you said Google yeah. Play. That's that's stiff competition. Yeah, yeah.
0: You gotta you gotta have some testicular fortitude in order to uh, <laughs> in order to go up against those behemoths. But I, I tell you, it, it's going to be well worth it in the end. And they're they're setting a trend that I think a lot of other people who are going to come out with different streaming platforms and different apps are going to follow in the future. That it, it's just like uh, record deals, right? Where Uh, if you, if you have a record deal with somebody right uh, early on in like, you know, the seventies and eighties, the fucking, you know, it was a record companies who are essentially just telling you, Oh no, this is what you're going to have to do. Yada, yada. They're signing into all kinds of crazy deals. Like these three sixty deals and shit, they're taking a piece of everything you're fucking doing. And now flash forward to nowadays, people are like, I don't need you, like, yeah. like I don't fucking need uh, fucking uh, whoever the fucking the hottest producer. No, like I can make my own shit, throw it up on YouTube or throw it up on fucking SoundCloud. Ask fucking the Takashi Six Nine. Well, I guess maybe you're not asking him nowadays, but uh, ask another SoundCloud <laughs> right. artist. You can write him a letter <laughs> to try to figure out what's going on. Um, no, but uh, you know, uh, and and I think that's the way it's going to be for these like. Uh, for for streaming platforms, like all this, like they're going to try to make it. And and Disney is also like, you know, jumping on the bandwagon of creating their own streaming platform. So it begs the question, okay, well, what is theirs going to look like? You know, are you going to be able to purchase that through iTunes, through Google Play, you know? Um, And uh, I guess for some people it's about convenience. Like you want all your shit in one place that you don't have to sit there and think about like, well, where, where is this coming from? Where is that coming from? Yada, yada. But I think, it's more beneficial for the company such as netflix such as you know epic games such as and there was a there's somebody else who who essentially did the same thing it might have been like i don't know i forget like amazon prime or i don't know somebody who did the same shit um and uh it's beneficial for them to have everything run through them versus because they're so big now to the point where she's like, I don't need you, Apple. Like yeah. you need me. I don't need you. You know, we're creating and in fact the net Apple is trying to be not, like Netflix with creating their own original content. We've done plenty of stories about how, you know, Apple's starting to develop, you know, different, you know, movies, different T V shows, yeah. all that good shit. I think Apple's gonna start getting
1: More competition now than they've ever gotten. Yeah, because Apple is uh, they're they're going through some hard times. Obviously, I mean the company's not in any jeopardy of failure, right? Yeah, but I think they lost like. their valuation dropped dr- drastically well, recently yeah, with all this, uh, with the news of economics. iPhones. Uh, I mean, th- yeah. there's like the, the trade tariffs with China. Yeah. Um, the iPhone is not selling like it used to. I mean, people used
0: to run out to get the new iPhone. Well, they, they they've re they reached, I think a natural sort of saturation, right? Where you, so many people have your shit that mm-hmm. it's hard for you to find new customers because yeah. everybody has your shit already.
1: There's that. And Apple really, covets the iPhone and is very resistant to changing it, like the design and the style. I mean, it's a beautiful looking device, right? So it's like, oh, I don't know if I want to change it. But if I have an iPhone 7, I mean, my, my phone is like three generations behind, mm-hmm. still perfectly fine. Yeah. I mean, I could get the 10X with the camera. like The, the camera's like 10 times better. Um, the display is 10 times better. But unless like getting it for me, like my or, or like my company's Paying for it Yeah I'm not getting that shit Fuck yeah. am I going do that for Now what Apple is doing Is they're um They're allowing people To trade in Like their old iPhones Yeah Towards like the purchase Of a new one Which is mm-hmm. smart But I got two At the crib With cracked screens Like <laughs> can I trade those in Then I'll get the 10 But um yeah. But yeah I mean Apple's gonna be challenged A lot more You know I think uh, Over the next like Couple of years Than mm-hmm. they've been Over the past 10 Yeah
0: as well they should be I, I think that you know Um you, you can't be too big like and and so you can't hold on to anything mm-hmm. in i think today's society meaning that you can't have the dominance over like you can't be apple and feel like you want to always do- dominate the you know um c- cell phone you know uh, uh, industry because yeah. it's like There's so many people coming up with so much different shit that actually is really good. That it's just like by the time you try to like keep up and 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 stay ahead of them, you're gonna start doing dumb shit like putting, you know, taking the headphone jack out of the phones and be like, we've done something revolutionary. No, you didn't. You just made life worse for everybody. Like
1: Apple's been like Harvey Weinstein, they've just been (laughs) fucking whoever they want because they're so big. Yeah. Now they're like, now. Epic Games is like, hey, hey, me too You're not gonna fuck me <laughs> uh, That was well put
0: uh, Alright, uh, another sort of hot button thing uh, Don Lemon speaks on Kevin Hart This is a very interesting topic Yeah Very interesting Kevin We, we never is... talked about the whole Kevin Hart thing um, And so, yeah, let, yeah, let's talk about it
1: So, um, we all know what happened here Like, you know, Some old tweets surfaced of Kevin Hart from like seven eight years ago of him making um homophobic comments in my opinion they were jokes Mm -hmm. that included like you know some some gay references a little bit of gay jokes i think like i think one of his main one of the big ones that was highlighted was uh him saying something about having a gay son yeah right and how yeah oh that was my son i'd whoop his ass right um while i understand the out the how why people are upset at that Mm -hmm. i think again we're we're just in in an era where outrage is just the thing to be right everyone wants to be outraged and take a hard stance against something and, and that's what kevin hart's dealing with right now shit he did eight years ago resurfaced and people aren't really looking at everything he's done over the course of those eight years they're just like no Eight years ago, you said that, and that upsets me. I'm not really looking at what you've done since. I'm looking at that, right? Um, so the LGBTQ, how many, did there's, I get all the
0: letters? There's a lot of letters. I don't Fuck. I don't know. Yeah. yeah.
1: That community is, um, <laughs> is, you know, they're kind of upset with Kevin Hart, and they're demanding a public apology, and Don Lemon had some um, choice criticism of Kevin Hart, basically saying that, like, Kevin, you need to do something now in order to Um, make amends with the lgbtq community um for the comments that you've made yeah um you know he it was very heartfelt it was i'm not gonna say heartfelt fuck that word um it was very uh emotional i I would say i think Mm -hmm. don lemon really does feel uh slighted by kevin of course kevin's comments in in some way why i don't fucking know but no i
0: I know i know exactly why and and i'm you know, usually we try to take a comedic angle for things like this, but for this, I'm gonna I'm gonna like actually try to like figure out exactly what is being is happening here. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm gonna take the comedic angle. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, we gotta keep it light somehow. Um, so, it, in all honesty, I can understand where Don Lemon's coming from because essentially Don Lemon is saying that, and it, and it's, for me, it's two different things, right? For one, you have the actual comments that um, Kevin Hart, uh, you know, made through twitter and then you have some of his stand-up act which he talks about you know potentially you know if his son you know was doing something that he deemed as gay that he would put a stop to it immediately yada yada
1: oh yeah it was like stop that yeah yes, gay. yeah right yo yeah, that was one of the funniest his, jokes look, ever
0: and, and and i think that's where part of the problem comes it's like okay like I, I get what you mean as far as like some of this is detrimental like because i've talked about it before meaning like okay like, how do you get rid of this stigma of, like, especially in the black community, yeah. of like calling something gay, like using that as a negative connotation, you know, like, yo, as gay, like, or like whatever? Like, I feel like if we stop using it in this sort of like derogatory sense, then it'll take the sting out of it then when somebody calls you gay you don't oh my no i'm not i'm not gay what do you what like just like calm down like relax like yeah and, and then like in the black community why is it the worst thing in the world to be called gay you know like mm-hmm. ask anybody ask men women black women you know the, the worst thing you can do to a black guys like you're gay like then it's just like you're tarnished in in, in, in the black yeah. community you know and so i, I wish we if could you understand lift the history that stigma. Of-
1: of racism and slavery, you understand why. Uh,
0: so I, I get that. Yeah. But we need to shift that dynamic. Yeah. yeah. You know?
1: We we've come a long way in 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 the in being able to understand like, hey, this thing happened. Like the reason the term motherfucker exists. You know what that really means. Yeah. Historically, and we're smart enough to say, hey, I there there's a stigma around this thing. We need to remove that stigma. Right. Um. Because that does not like that sh- it shouldn't be a stigma within our community based off of how far we've come and how far or how much uh our has had to deal with right yeah. like black community to to uh to chastise and criticize and be against the gay community to me it's always seemed weird yeah it's always seemed like foolish like how's Commu- uh, an oppressed community of people going to then oppress another community of people.
0: Exactly. But but I think that's what Don Lemon is saying is, is that, look, while we can all get on board for like black shit in terms of like, okay, like, you know, it's not good that certain people talk about black people in a certain way, yada yada, uh, or like that and, and what I always try to do is empathize, right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, how would I feel if, as a black man if somebody says something that might be considered racist? Mm-hmm. You know, we're not just going to be like, ah, that was just jokes, you know, and then move on. We're going to be like, no, like, let's address this, right? Yeah. Or at least that's the conventional wisdom. I'm kind of, I'm, the problem I have is I lie more in the boat of jokes are just fucking jokes. Like at the end of the day, Kevin Hart's a comedian, he was doing something that he deemed is funny. And then, if we start playing this whole game of deciding what's funny and what's not funny, then we can no longer have comedy. Yeah. Because, are, are comedians yeah.
1: supposed to pre filter their jokes based off of what they think people Somebody are going to be attacked? Uh,
0: yeah, like, by uh, uh,
1: like if a comedian is doing a stand up show, does he have to write his or her jokes for the audience that he assumes might be there? Yeah. No, fuck that. Like, yeah. you know, I'm all for comedians comedy is comedy let it be sometimes it's gonna hit and it's gonna be really funny and everyone's gonna laugh sometimes it's not gonna hit and some people might get upset but for the most part i think comedians and comedy in general it's it's just meant to make people laugh to you know push a couple buttons to be really edgy but for the most part it's rooted in humor comedy right making people laugh um sometimes you're going to be offended by it, but you cannot try and attack it and tear it down just because, you know, a, a joke someone made on Twitter eight years ago offended you today.
0: Yeah. I, but, and, and, and I, and I think again, this is why I don't really understand the whole thing. Like in terms of like, I get where Don Lemon's coming from in terms of like, this can be detrimental to the gay community. You no know, doubt people just kind of using gay people as like punching bags in terms of both literally. And then on, on top of that, just keeping it sort of like, OK, like, you know, whenever we want to talk about something negative, oh, we'll call it gay. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I get that. Right. The, I think that the weird part that I find about it is they're using Kevin Hart as like this bargaining chip. Right. So, hey, Kevin, you can no longer host the Oscars because of these tweets uh, from your, uh, in, in, you know, that, that you had in, in the past. Um, but the weird part about that is Seth MacFarlane's hosted the Oscars. Uh, uh, there, there have been, uh, Sarah, I think, I want to say Sarah Silverman, maybe she hasn't, yeah. but a lot um, of
1: people who's who've made jokes um, that have like kind of like, I'm not gonna say use the gay community as like the butt of their joke, but who've made gay jokes have hosted the Oscars, so it is curious about the timing and why Kevin Hart and why now.
0: I mean, one could argue it's because of like the whole Me Too movement mm-hmm. and just yeah. the general. I guess sort there's of heightened zeitgeist. sensitivity. Yeah, but th- but that's just what it is. Is it's all just heightened sensitivity? Nothing's don't, actually don't changed. take my word.
1: God, create your what? own word.
0: What are you not heightened sensitivity. That's mine. You, you you just said it. I can't. Yeah. No. Can't no. Come up off with
1: Come up with your own shit. Say uh, elevated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't say height you say <laughs> elevated um uh Moral dilemma. It's
0: just like you people <laughs> nowadays to try to censor what the fuck I'm trying to say. Yeah, I'm censoring To try that to shit. curate the it. Heightened
1: sensitivity yeah. was, was so eloquent and, <laughs> and 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 purposeful that that, that you phrase. You know Don't you're take whack.
0: You know you're whack when you call your own shit eloquent. Like that. That's when you know. <laughs> it's like saying risque. Yeah, I'm risque. <laughs> I t-
1: take chances. Shut, chance. <laughs> <It's>, shut <laughs> the fuck up. But okay, uh, I, I'll uh, let you uh, yeah. use heightened sensitivity. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. But I need 70% of that revenue <laughs> that you generate okay. from it. Okay, Apple. <laughs> yes. I just started with them last this week.
0: <laughs> that was in your first meeting. They're like, yo, we take 70% of everything. We don't give a fuck. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, I feel
1: like in the Apple interview, they're like, yeah. let's say your friend makes a dollar. Yeah. How much of it do they owe you? And then if you don't say 70%, <laughs> you don't you're you. not gonna get that second interview. <laughs> even if it doesn't make any sense well I think I deserve 70% great let's have you come back for a second interview I want you to meet Bill uh, I think you guys have a great conversation
0: in fact you can start the day honestly there's if a desk over there if you're like
1: well no my, my friend made that dollar yeah. they deserve 100% of it Apple's Just like fuck out thank you for for coming um we appreciate your time <laughs> you sending them back an email
0: like yeah. uh just wonder i haven't heard from you guys in a while
1: <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> we've decided to pursue other candidates <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh shit uh okay back to this whole don lemon uh kevin Hart thing. so I, I i get don lemon's part of it but i also get how like you can't you can't just basically hold something over somebody's head for like the rest of their life. At some point you have to release somebody from it, especially if they've apologized. Now, Here's where now I'm on the fence because it used to be I went super hard for Kevin Hart like this is stupid this is the same thing that you guys talked about with uh with uh James Gunn who got fired from Guardians of the Galaxy that he had some tweets that I didn't particularly find I didn't think they were jokes like they didn't they weren't funny they weren't sarcastic they weren't witty they were just weird fucking you know comments that he made on on Twitter yeah. but he still got fired from Disney right you guys still got him the fuck out of there and I think only afterwards everybody realized oh maybe we shouldn't have done that. Right. Because it wasn't like James Gunn was this weird pedophile that is just running around trying to sleep with kids and shit. He was just making some really tasteless quote unquote jokes. Mm -hmm. Right. That again, I didn't find funny. I didn't believe in that. And I'll keep the same energy as and I don't believe in getting rid of having Kevin Hart hosting the Oscars just because of a few tweets from years ago. But here's where he's made his error. He said, "I've already apologized for that. I think we can move on. I'm with you. But did you actually apologize, though? Now that's where we stand, because nobody can find these apologies that he says he's had. Now we're in Nigga, a weird." I earth.
1: said it in the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> If, if I'm Kevin, if he
0: said it on Tumblr, nobody if saw if I'm it. Kevin Hart.
1: I mean, and I, 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 love that Kevin Hart is standing his ground here, yeah. and it's not just because Kevin Hart is, you know, a, a black man standing his ground. You know, if if a comedian makes a racial joke, right, even if it's even even if it's a black joke, which you know, um, was genuinely rooted in the 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 air of comedy, right, and yeah. the, right, I can. You know, I can deal with that. A joke is a joke, right? If it's not meant intentionally meant to be destructive, um, uh, if it's not, if the intent behind it is not malicious, a joke is a joke. But then,
0: but then, but that, like that, that always, because jokes are subjective. So, who's to say what's malicious and when what's not, you may not mean for something to be malicious, Mm -hmm. but somebody else who's going through something that you might be talking about might interpret it as malicious, right? If you're, if you're a, if you're a black guy, right. Mm -hmm. And you see a white comic joking about slavery, there's something inherently that feels wrong about that to you, right? Maybe perfectly fine joke. Maybe it may be a brilliant joke, maybe funny as hell. Same thing that happened to Bill, Mur, uh, uh, Bill Murr um, uh, Bill, what's his name? The guy on HBO, Bill Murray, right? Bill, Bill Murray. Mur, um, I think that's his name. Bill Murray. Yeah, no, Bill Murray's the actor. Bill, Bill Burr. No, no, Bill Burr is the comic. Yeah. Uh, B- the guy who has a he has an HBO show. Uh, fuck, uh, whatever. Uh, you guys Bill, know what the fuck I'm talking about? Yeah, Bill, yeah, yeah. 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 Bill, 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 that guy. Bill, Bill. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, where he said, "I'm not a I'm not a house nigga," you know what I mean? Um, and it was like a perfectly timed joke because I think, I forget, somebody set him up for that, like where they said something that could be considered racist or whatever. And he was like, I ain't no house nigga. Like, you know what I mean? And it was a perfectly timed joke, but everybody fucking got on his ass about it because it's just something inherently like offensive about that. Right. And again, personally speaking, I didn't find it offensive, but yeah, I I know know what joke you're talking
1: about. I don't know why I can't forget that name or the guest he had on, but even, even when I hear that, I recognize humor right and I recognize that that was
0: non uh, destructive right Wait, so but do you do you see why the people who are offended by what he said are offended? I see it, but
1: the, the, you know there's there certain points in time and like with, with jokes where it's like I understand why you're upset yeah. I it makes sense to me. But your outrage or your being upset is not valid, or maybe maybe not valid is the wrong word. Yeah. But it's, it's, like this is one of those. This is one of those situations where like you should fight for 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 this for your outrage or you should you know, try and tear this person down because they made a joke, even though you're upset. Like this is one of those situations where while you're upset, that joke was non-destructive.
0: It was non-malicious. You may feel a way about it. What counts as destructive though? Like, like keeping something like. And
1: and there's no, you know, check down, right? There's no like one, two, three where you can say, all right, if a joke has this, this and that, then it's appropriate. If it has this this and that then it's not a you know uh then it is appropriate there's no actual check down
0: yeah
1: i think it's and i'm gonna say public opinion lightly here right because public opinion it can be very different can go in many different directions to me there are malicious jokes with a malicious intent they're non-malicious jokes that are just well-timed that may have um a, you know a sexist undertone it may have a racial undertone it may have like uh an undertone socially that most people don't want to talk about but for the most part i feel like we we can identify what those things are
0: i, I don't i don't I don't trust in the public's ability to yeah to i said that like to clearly <laughs> navigate what what is offensive or there's what so is much gray area here it's even uh, hard yeah. to like
1: kind of like explain my stance on it because yeah. you know if i say one thing
0: that means you're not together. other.
1: Yeah. Then I don't want it to be perceived as like, that's a, my hard stance here. Yeah. It, there's so it's a much where
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's a fluid sort of thing. But I think that's why we're having such a hard time and having a dialogue about it is because it's not just this one thing. It's depends on many different uh, factors. But the reason why I kind of, now I'm kind of like iffy on the whole Kevin Hart thing is because if you didn't actually apologize and then you are stern that you're not going to re-apologize for mm-hmm. it, you need to have that apology that you already had in your back pocket. Like here it is right here. Yeah. So my question is
1: why do people need an apology? I don't know.
0: I I don't, I don't, I don't because apologies to me from people like in this situation with Kevin Hart means absolutely nothing. Nothing. It means nothing to me. And
1: if, even if Kevin Hart does issue a public apology, yeah, unless it's him on video apologizing, if it's a statement, if it's a tweet,
0: no, no, even if it's him on video, I don't give a shit. Like, okay. Like, it, it, again, like, and, and I think this goes back to the whole, like, outrage thing. It, you act as if, like, he says that, and then automatically he's just like, I don't, I no longer believe. Of course he does. Yeah. There's clearly still some part of him that isn't like, if you ask him right now, if your son came out as gay, you think he's going to be like, I no, I'm going to be perfectly fine with that. No, he's going to be like, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he's, you know what I mean? Like, he's going to be wishwashy washy about yeah, his it. His you know?
1: feelings are his feelings, but again, I don't, he... You know, I'm looking at Kevin Hart over the over the past few years, right? Yeah. I think he, when it comes to you know, celebrities who are genuinely like good people who like want to do good, I think Kevin Hart goes on that list. Good guy. I think he wants to do good. I think he has done good. I think he will continue to do good. Yeah. Jokes he made eight years ago doesn't define him as a person. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people are looking so much at that joke made, um, you know, that time ago, and not looking as much at. The person today.
0: Yeah. No, I, I think that's exactly what's happening. But again, I think he's shot himself in the foot. If he doesn't actually have an apology that he already did, it's like somebody's somebody did something really fucked up to you. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was like, Oh, you don't remember. I already told you, sorry. And you're like, Oh, show me the text or show me the, and you don't have a text. Now I caught you in a lie. Now, I know you just lied. You don't really give a shit about anything. You didn't even want to apologize when you had the opportunity just to be like, oh, sorry about that. Let's move on from it. You were adamant that you already did, and you clearly didn't. Yeah. So So that's what I'm saying. If that was
1: me, I'd fight the nigga. So (laughs) unless you're going to fight Kevin Hart, (laughs) let's all move on. Uh, (laughs) And most people would win that fight, but, (laughs) you
0: know. I don't know. He seems like a scrappy young man, yeah. You could throw him around a (laughs) bit. Um... (laughs) Okay, uh, so I know you wanted to talk about uh, uh, the one of the last Netflix uh, Marvel connections that we've got going for us. Yeah, so like two, a year ago, a year and a half ago, two years ago, I would have been like,
1: what's going on with Netflix? Like they're losing these big shows, right? Yeah. That was until... Uh, season two of Jessica Jones came out. I mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. was, in, uh, that was before, you know, before Defenders came out. Yeah, uh, before the most recent season of Luke Cage came out. Yeah, um, what
0: happened that they all hit a home run with their first seasons minus Iron Fist, which I don't really even agree with. I think my no, it was perfectly fine for me, but uh, everybody hated it with a burning passion. I hated it. Um, but what like what what changed uh, the season? Like, did they just get like? drunk off their own success like I
1: I don't know like so it could either be they knew it was coming so the energy behind the production of like season two for most of these shows when they knew that there was going to be no season three that it was going to you know be pulled from Netflix and go over to Disney maybe they didn't have the same energy around making the show great but I don't want to believe that because I think even if I know something is coming to an end I want to be great up until the very end, right? Yeah, and And, and I think the actors, the producers, everyone who worked on those shows wanted to be great up until the end, except for the fucking writers. (laughs) Like, there were some very powerful people at the top who were able to to like control the direction of the shows. Um, You know, again, Jessica Jones season two, uh, uh, Luke Cage, The Defenders, Iron Fist season two, who seemingly took their foot off the gas.
0: Yeah, they did. No. Th- well, I I think it's because it's almost as if I think they suffer from the same thing. Actually, ironically enough, DC suffered from in their entire universe, not just their, you know, um, uh, uh, small screen universe. Uh, they suffered from, oh, we have to throw this name together. We weren't really prepared to throw it together, but here it is. Uh, and I think that that's what these shows have suffered from. Right. So I don't think anybody was really counting on. Jessica Jones being the hit that it was after season one. Uh, Luke Cage.
1: Okay, so so you're saying like season one for these shows was s- s- much more of a success than what they anticipated? A 100%. So they were unprepared to 100%. continue that success. And then, okay. and, and so,
0: and I think they were all riding off the coattails of uh, Daredevil season mm-hmm. one, right? So Daredevil season one came out of nowhere. Nobody's really expecting anything from Daredevil, but then season one dropped. Everybody's like, oh, shit yeah shit is live right and then season one of jessica jones came and they're like oh shit this shit is popping okay now we can't miss now now we're playing like uh was it uh 95 96 or 96 97 bulls you know we're we're playing like them right now you know we can't miss a shot you know um and then season one of luke cage came everybody's like "Eh, okay yeah that was that was cool that's cool no doubt no doubt. Uh, what's the saying? Uh, uh, what's the saying? He keeps saying, uh, "Onwards and up." What does he say?
1: Is it "Onwards and upwards?
0: No, it's not "Onwards." It's like what, uh, it's keep, H, keep uh, forward keep, uh, or uh, forward, forward keep always or some forward. shit, oh, yeah. some bullshit. Always forward, forward <laughs> oh, yeah, always. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some some nonsense. Uh, uh, and keep it uh, on. Yeah, keep <laughs> jaff. Brother, <laughs> um, yo, I wish I
1: had. When I turn forty-five or fifty, I want to develop yeah. that like older. Uh, black guy voice
0: no i don't think you nah, ever i do. want it <laughs> no, hey young brother
1: <laughs> i want that
0: no that's remnants from like the 70s and 80s no nah, I, I want, want it that. yeah
1: you heard me i want
0: that <laughs> you sound like rock off of uh remember the show the uh the uh, rock you don't remember that the rock
1: no uh I just want that power because you know how older black men say motherfucker more power motherfucker than, Man, motherfucker <laughs> I want that like you motherf- and, yeah. yo
0: I'm not gonna lie I do work with this dude uh who uh he's the epitome of that <laughs> like <laughs> like he has that down to a really. G. like he, like everything he says is just like yo that motherfucker
1: a- Joe owes me $17 <laughs> I'm gonna get my money <laughs> Like I'm a... gonna get my goddamn motherfucking money. <laughs> I,
0: want, I want. I want that voice. Son of a bitch. No, that's not. No, that's, that's not, what. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> that was. That was.
1: What? I don't even know what that was. Is that? Is that like a Massachusetts accent? <laughs> what? I don't Wait, say that again. again. I can't. No, do it again. That's embarrassing. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> Motherfucker!
0: <laughs> 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 oh shit! What were you even fucking talking about? All right. yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, Kevin Hart? Right. So, no, no. Luke Cage. Oh well, yeah, Lu- no Luke Cage. Um. um <laughs> oh, okay. So, so yeah. So Luke Cage dropped. Everybody's like, yeah. Iron Fist dropped. Everybody hated it. The Defenders dropped season one. Everybody fucking hated it, right? Um. And and I think you start seeing this trend of they started taking their eye off of the ball, right? They went away from what made them successful. You could even see that in season two of Daredevil. Season two from Daredevil was garbage. Like it was not, I'm not going to try to mince words here. I was was very disappointed. Yeah. It was very confusing. The acting was garbage. Uh, I didn't know what the fuck was going on at any fucking point in time. It was just a terrible season. You know what? I think it might be. I, I think they got away from
1: the understanding of why People came back, hmm. right? People love season one of Daredevil. Why? Because the action was incredible. The like the Not, I, I think you, the you fight have note, a, the, the you fight have incredible scenes.
0: action in I think all of these series, right? I think Iron Fist had uh, pretty good action in it, right? The reason why everybody thought it was so so when, garbage. when? at any he fought somebody he fought. I really am from Massachusetts. Yeah, <laughs> I'm from Boston. Wait, no, that's <laughs> yo. <laughs> What are you doing right now? My accents—I'm not gonna lie—they yeah, are garbage. Yeah, you do
1: my—you do terrible accents.
0: My, my, season two of all the Netflix shows are essentially my accents.
1: Pretty much, they're just very confusing, hard to decipher what you're trying to accomplish.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, it's just not good. Um. But anyways, in in summary, uh, I think that. Uh I, I'm really looking forward to season two of uh Punisher. Um I'm not gonna lie, season one was cool. I don't know if I necessarily thought it was the best, mm-hmm. but it was cool. Season two, I'm expecting, you know, good things from it. Um But I I, I think in summation, you know, all the people who are saying that, you know. Oh like you know hey we're so sad that they're canceling all these Netflix shows shut up they're clearly going to bring it back with the, the the Disney streaming platform relax daredevil yeah, will yeah. be you're back
1: you are going to get it back and hopefully yeah. they'll come back better um, yeah. i do have high expectations for daredevil season 2 um, yeah. i i think the actor uh, i don't have or his name punisher. right now uh, i'm sorry john
0: yeah. john Brothel? bruthel yeah or something like um
1: I, I do apologize it was um the punisher i think yeah. i think he is just uh Everything I've seen him in, I, I love.
0: Yeah. No, he's he's pretty good. He was in uh, Widows. Which, yes, uh, he was in Watch Widows, Widows right? Yep. Yeah. Um
1: he's, he's a strong actor, and I feel like he brings a lot of himself to the Punisher character, like the intensity and just like the quality, uh, acting ability, the range. Um, I think he's going to be able to act through maybe some shitty writing. Uh, all I know is they had one of the I best
0: lines for him. Uh, one batch, two batch, nickel and a dime. You don't remember that from uh season two of daredevil i feel like I... he was the only thing that was good in season two of daredevil oh yeah, uh, yeah but he had that whole thing of like when his i think his kid like had like some sort of nursery something that she repeated so when he was about to shoot somebody he'd be like one batch two batch nickel one and die yeah don't i don't that?
1: remember that that shit goes hard really yeah All right, i gotta i gotta i gotta i gotta go back and pull a clip of that yeah
0: um okay uh so uh uh, ford always always ford uh to uh to sort of the heart of what we want to talk about here uh one of the things that kind of caught my eye uh to talk about was uh a quiet place uh two uh john krasinski uh obviously wrote and directed the first quiet place um and now the studio uh, has, and I forget what studio it's actually with, but uh, they're asking him to come back and write uh, 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 part two of A Quiet Place. Now, for anybody who watched A Quiet Place, I think you know, I don't think we really need a number two of it. I think we're good. I don't think we really need to like do any more of a deep dive into like what it is. Uh, I think what they imagined that it might turn out to be is almost like a Cloverfield type of situation mm-hmm. where they tell it not necessarily from that same that they're following the same characters, but they they might be following somebody else somewhere else that, you know, this is obviously happening to as well. Um, here's what my question is. If you know, as a writer, you're not all about a sequel. Like you wrote something just to be self-contained. At what point do you tell the studio to go fuck themselves that you're not writing a sequel And at what point do they say, okay, cool. We'll just bring somebody else in to write it. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Unless you're going to owe them a lot of money. Um, (laughs) Then you write that fucking movie. Um, But I think in this case, uh, and we talked about this, John Krasinski is not uh, too keen on writing A Quiet Place Part 2. It makes perfect sense why he's not. He created something great. Let that greatness be. Don't try and replicate that greatness and in a part two at risk of destroying the reputation built around part one,
0: especially if you didn't originally intend for it to be, because there's, there's a difference, right? Uh, If you, if you start something and you have the intent of this is a trilogy and I'm writing it as such. And uh, I know where the next story is going to go. Like there's a beginning, middle and end to this thing then do you like you should you know do it but if you write something as a self-contained thing and they're just like that made a lot of money let's come back and make a lot more money then i feel like you're cheapening the original thing or 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 better yet and and i think the uh the one of the movies that i watched the other day which is the matrix uh, i think that's the perfect example the matrix one is this beautiful thing Mm -hmm. right it's Unlike really any other sci-fi movie out there, uh, it takes you to a place that you weren't even, you didn't know existed, you know, in terms of where cinema can go. Some of the things that they did with it. And then you're like, that was a lot of fun. And that made a shit ton of money. Let's go back and let's build an entire fucking universe based off this shit. And what was it? It was, you know, in the morning when you feel some rumblings in your stomach and you feel like I just got to get it out. That is essentially what the rest of the Matrix universe is outside of one. So a hot steaming pile of shit.
1: Mm, I, I'm going to disagree on on Reloaded. I think Matrix One was incredible. Yeah, Reloaded is
0: more fun to watch because it just has a whole bunch of action. In it. That's all. That's the only reason why it's it it, it, it the story doesn't even make any so, sense. So
1: the story in the first Matrix was great. It was incredible, and then it was mixed with beautiful cinematography, digital the effects. Awesome, yeah. The action was awesome. The acting was good. Um so I'm like but the fight scenes were great. Reloaded just kind of like amplified the you know the fight scenes and the action and the intensity, right? Hard pass. Um Revolutions was like, uh, you know, let's let's wrap this up. <laughs> um so I I I hope for John Krasinski's sake that mm-hmm. he's able to maybe do some of what was done with Matrix Reloaded in amplifying whatever made the first A Quiet Place good because it's not going to be as good as the first one. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I'm wrong here. but Well, I, I I
0: don't know. It depends on how good of a writer he is, which we've only got like one sample. Yeah, we've not been that. able to see that. Yeah. Well, I mean, but we, we do have the rarely Do these
1: things turn into like, you know, this, I can't foresee the A Quiet Place being like one of the greatest trilogies of all time.
0: I mean, again, well, I'm I'm holding judgment because I don't know what his and and I kind of feel like a hypocrite a little bit because I did get on Jordan Peele because uh, of Get Out and I was like, let's wait till we anoint this guy like, you know, the second coming Mm -hmm. until we've seen some other shit from him. And so I think I'm trying to give John Kaczynski the benefit of the doubt because this was his first, you know, um, outgoing as a uh, as a writer and director. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm like, okay, that was good. I need some more tape. I need to see some more because everybody can sort of have like a one hit wonder. But can you can you be a Jay Z? You know, can yeah. you come in year in and year out and deliver the fucking shit year in and year out? Yeah. Or are you just a fucking uh, who's a one hit wonder? Who's, who's a more recent one hit wonder? Are you a Millie Vanilli? Are you gonna? <laughs> <deliver>? <laughs> That's not ooh, more recent ooh, at all. Ooh. Ooh. But no, I, I get what you're
1: saying. I think this puts John Krasinski in a bad position, right? Because it's yeah. like instead of him getting you know a second chance to do a now new, he's like another completely like, different film like, yeah. now it's like part 1 was great can you do it again on part 2 it's yeah. very and it's difficult to do, to do yeah. that yeah it's yeah. you know if you did it if you did one thing great over there and you go and do com- something completely different and that's great as well then you know hey you're great but if i'm asking you to win back to back championships that's yeah. very difficult
0: yeah with the same exact team yeah. Like it's different if you at least if you add some pieces to it, if you kind of mix some things around a little bit and you can w- kind of work with something else. But when you have to produce another championship without getting one free agent or one. Look, ask the fucking Eagles. Yeah. How that turned out. for yeah. them. Yeah. Very good. Well. <laughs> and well, it's like
1: and we want you to score more. Yeah. We want you to have less penalties and we want you to do more of everything you yeah. did last with the season. Same exact same. Yeah. It's like. Oh, uh, that's very difficult. Yeah. very, very difficult. So I think he's yeah. up against a wall here. But um, uh, you know, fingers crossed it goes well. What I do hope is they tell um another story. They don't mm. take the you know Emily Blunt and the two children. Yeah, I think
0: I think what they said is that they are going to tell it tell it from a different place, much like the Cloverfield franchise. And they didn't make that connection. I did yeah. with the Cloverfield franchise, but how you had Cloverfield and you have Ten Cloverfield Lane, and I'm not even gonna mention the third uh Cloverfield movie. <laughs> it doesn't deserve to uh to even be mentioned. Yeah. Uh but I, I think if I think you almost have to take it from that perspective because if you just go from direct sequel of them, first of all, he died in the uh whoops, spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> uh but uh he died in the uh the the original uh Quiet Place. So it kind of feels like we're not getting like it, it kind of feels weird, you know, that we're just having an entire movie with just Emily Munt and the the kids because he essentially was like, I don't know, like it, it just feels weird without yeah. having him, but I digress. Um, so yeah, so hopefully he can pump out something great with uh, a quiet place too. Uh, if not, then uh, then uh, yeah, that's the end of his career. On, on, <laughs> on, 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 was it onwards, forward, forward, always? I don't know, I just yeah. forget what the fuck he's talking about. They, yeah. they canceled the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay. So we've come to the uh, grand finale here. Uh, this is the, uh, essentially the last topic of the day. Uh, but it's a good one though. Uh, it's one that I think should be visited and should be talked about a lot more, even though it's not, uh, we're talking golden globes. We are talking, uh, the, uh, award show to start award shows for the year. Um, and we have who is it again uh it's adam sandberg and uh who's it Cindy Sandra Ho Sand- Sand- Sandra oh <laughs> <laughs> freudian slip there uh yeah um yeah i I, I, it, I we've had some time to like try to get used to them as the host it hasn't gotten better still i still weird. have uh the same exact uh i don't understand what they were thinking I don't, I don't understand what it was. Uh, so the Golden Globes are January 6th, which is, uh, we're recording this on Saturday, January 5th, so they're going to happen tomorrow, so we wanted to at least talk about it and, and chop it up uh, about the Golden Globes. Um, but w- it got me curious, because instead of just bashing, um, you know, uh, the award shows like we always do, uh, and then talking about perhaps like some of the winners and w- who we think should win certain categories, I think I want to focus more on... Um, education around the golden globes to sort of educate people about how the whole fucking process works overall. Um, so it turns out that the golden globes are actually selected. Uh, the, the the people who actually select the actual nominees for the shows and, and then ultimately the winners are journalists. Oh. So that's weird. Um, and they're journalists uh, that are associated with uh they're, they're part of this group called the Hollywood foreign press association. Uh, and they consist of 90 journey, uh, journalists from 55 countries around the world. Uh, and in order to be considered eligible for a membership, um, uh, they basically have to, f- uh, fulfill a few requirements, which is for one, they must work for a foreign publication. Um, but, um, but be based in Los Angeles, which is weird. Uh, and then they must uh, publish four articles in a foreign publication the year before the application is submitted. I guess to signify that they were actually a journalist, um, and uh, and then they must uh, pay five hundred dollar initiation fee.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, we we need that money about you <laughs> if you want to vote for Meryl Streep. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: Okay. And then, uh, so a, as sort of the and I guess they considered themselves entertainment journalists, um, but the the members of the uh. H, uh, HFPA if you will uh, they interact with uh, the the uh, movie stars and then the, the studios uh, they interact with them as writers but then also as voters now that naturally creates a very weird problem of why I think we get a lot of the bullshit that we do get when it comes to these right it's not about who is who Everybody uh, universally thought of as the best or the worst for the year. It's whoever bought me a skinny latte at Starbucks last week gets the nomination or whoever sent the fruit basket to my house gets a gets the nomination. Mm -hmm. Whoever, uh, you know, uh, gave me a ride in their Corvette last week gets a nomination.
1: returns my phone calls who's who's getting granted me that interview or
0: the interview is the most important thing apparently yeah who
1: who did i bump into on hollywood boulevard and and they took their time to speak to me or and for a lot of these journalists you know they have eagles themselves right they're they're, they're normal people like
0: who knows me who's acknowledged me as a journalist exactly and there's something about that that's weird and corrupt and flawed right not that anybody should really give a shit at the end of the day who gives a fuck like it's the golden globes everybody circle jerks themselves and say oh you're the best no you're the best no you're the like it's just stupid right but for like i think it's something weird about holding something up in such high esteem with such flawed uh a flawed sort of like um system like Everybody's like, "Oh my god, you want uh, either an Academy Award, which is for the uh, Oscars, or you will you want a Golden Globe uh, award?" And it's like, "Oh my god, like that's prestigious." But it's like, is it if you can just buy Karen a fucking you know you can buy her a scone and suddenly <laughs> you know she's nominating you as best you know actor of the year? Like, why why do we hold this in such high esteem? When it's such a flawed system. Like, there's nothing objective about this. It's just about who can I jerk off enough in order to get them to favor me for this nomination. Like, there's something about that that's just stupid.
1: I feel like the rules around it make it difficult for it to be objective, right? Yeah. Uh, It's it's (laughs) what, 75 members.
0: Or Ooh. 90. 90 oh, I'm sorry. 90, was it 90, A uh, 90, 90 members make up the uh, the HF, HFPA.
1: Yeah. Um. All of them have to be based within Los Angeles, right?
0: Yeah. That's another thing that's really weird and stupid. Like, why? Why? Like, you know,
1: it, and it's, why, why not throughout the country? Why not exactly. in, in the United States? Because
0: then maybe you won't just have it so fucking like, look, look. God bless them Glenn Close and uh, who's the other lady the one who's in uh, um, uh, uh, Prada the Um, devil was Prada Meryl Streep Meryl Streep God bless them they're both wonderful actresses there's no fucking way every fucking year they make a movie that they're the best actress in in that fucking year there's just no way there's no fucking way this is stupid I I don't know
1: how uh, the the journalists who comprise the uh, HFPA remain non-biased when they're in an environment that is going to read it. Yeah. It's is, is going to breed it. I mean, like they're going to see these people, they're going to you know, be at the same parties or um, film openings with these, with these actors. And uh, if you're an actor who doesn't live in Los Angeles, if you live in New York or in, in another state and you know, you're not readily available to these journalists, like when they call you for an interview or when they want to speak with you or whatever it may be, or if, if, at an event and you're not there, but they're running into Meryl Streep and Glenn Close all the time. Yeah. You're more than, and, and, and I know they try and, you know, they have rules in place and there's journalistic integrity. No, no to, it, to, it's all bullshit. Right. Yeah. But yeah. I don't, I don't know how you don't expect these things to happen.
0: Yeah. No, like you, you, you will like, you know, they're going to happen. Right. Like, and especially as a journalist, you're supposed to know like, Hey, I'm supposed to get as close as, uh, or as far away from my subject as possible so that I can remain objective about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want to fucking become friends with, you know, the person you're supposed to be either writing about or your person you're supposed to be voting yeah. on. Um, because it's like, if you do, then you're letting that skew their actual, like you don't even give a shit about their performance in that case. Because when you see their face, you're like, Oh, that's my friend. Yeah. Um, I need to uh, immediately vote for them because yeah, I know that you
1: can't go to Bradley Cooper's uh hop, like <laughs> summer barbecue and, <laughs> and not vote a star. Born. You know what I mean? Like how never do you get do invited that. back? Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, I think it's important to understand how all of these, and and when the Oscars come up, we'll obviously do a little deeper dive in, into that as well. Although we kind of touched on, it, I think last year, but, uh, I think we'll, we'll do a deeper dive into that in terms of what the process is for that because, uh, and, and, I have to give a shout out to refinery 29, which is sort of what gave me some of this information. Um, they had an interesting story about how I think it was, uh, it was like, I think it was Glenn close and like Dustin Hoffman who were both in the same movie. Uh, and I think Glenn close and I might be getting the actress's name wrong and that they had in this particular article, but, um, she did an interview with somebody who was a part of the uh, association and Dustin Hoffman either blew it off or just didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And she got nominated. He didn't. Now, obviously that's not like a world beater in terms of like, Oh my God, this is proof hundred percent that it's corrupt, yeah. but it's evidence enough of, okay. Yeah. So if you don't give interviews to certain people, then it's just like anything else. It's like cor- how our politicians get corrupted. Right. Is, is that, you know, if you're not willing to play ball, then you're going to be blackballed yourself, right? Like, you're, nobody since everybody else is dirty, you have to be dirty, too. Yeah. Because otherwise, you're fucking it up for everybody, yeah. you know?
1: And was it, like, the Grammys or the Oscars, which, like, the voting committee was um, very, <laughs> very one-sided? I, I, I'm going to say it was the Oscars. Both I think, yeah, I think the voting committee was, like, 95% white. Yeah, mostly male. Yeah, all yeah. Above the Oscars too
0: white. That's uh, yeah. That were just like a couple years removed from yeah. that.
1: Yeah, and, and I think with the Grammys too. Who's like all of them were basically like white men above the age of fifty. Yeah. Who of course don't will never vote like uh, a hip hop album or R and B album as like album of the year. Um, something along those lines. So I want to know. Who is in? Like, what is the makeup of the, the de- gra- globe. demographics? Yeah, what is what are the demographics of the HFP?
0: Yeah, that that'd be a really interesting thing to sort of look at, and then also too, who even fucking knows about it? Who like they don't publicize like. You know very yeah. much about it Like if it weren't for me Actually being curious about it And, and being interested I would never fucking know That that's yeah. what it was
1: And and if people don't know Then there's no accountability there Right it's like, We just get to vote for Whoever we want to vote but for But then that begs it, There's the, no public accountability
0: That begs the bigger question Is do you have to have A public accountability Because for all intent and purposes It's just it It's just them saying This is our Vote for who has the best shit So it's like Do we really get a say Does the public really get a say into that process at yeah. all? Like, I mean,
1: if, if the voting is obviously flawed, like yeah, but, but I, I didn't f- pay f- my five hundred dollars, but <laughs> what you guys are doing is fucked up. Yeah,
0: and and, and then I, and I would argue that it, it it does become kind of a public thing because you're promoting it to the public as if we should like. So, for instance, if somebody wins best picture, then the implication is you should go see this movie because it was the best picture of the year Mm -hmm. because we deemed it so we have a block on TV. We have all this advertisement um, and we're promoting this as if it it should move the culture in in some way. Right. Right. In in that regard, because you're trying to have such an impact on the culture, I think you owe it to the culture to try to, at the very minimum, try and be objective about, okay, what was the shit that everybody was actually fucking with? With that being said, let's talk about the best picture of the year because it gets very interesting, right? Yeah. So for best picture of the year for the Academy Awards or for the Golden Globes this year, we have Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, If Bill Street Could Talk, A Star Is Born. Very interesting selections, right? Mm-hmm. And I say that because clearly we have, you know, uh Bohemian Rhapsody. I haven't seen that, but I, I heard very sort of mixed reviews about it. Uh, but I, I will see it and 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 you know, hold my uh judgment for, for, for after I've watched it. Black Clansman, uh, I think it's one of the better spike lee movies, at least that I've seen of recent. Is it his best work? I don't know. Um, was it one of the best movies I saw last year? I put it on the list, uh, for 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 our year-end yeah, wrap it, up. It would go on my list uh, uh, as a, as a, at the very least an honorable mention. Um, I haven't seen a Star Wars Born, although I'm probably going to see it within the next few days. Um,
1: there's been so much talk about that
0: movie. I have to see it now. Yeah, uh,
1: and it, it being nominated in this category, I I have to see it. I have high fucking expectations. Yeah,
0: and and mind you, this is the best picture for drama. They the uh, Golden Globes has different best picture. Uh. Uh, I guess nominations for you know comedy and you know other shit um uh so uh the the clearly the most interesting one that they have on there is Black Panther. Now, I have some select thoughts about this because now they realize the error of their ways now they're trying to backpedal but like oh no no we're gonna throw all the black movies on there <laughs> okay so we've got if B- bill street could talk which i'm also going to watch that with uh which is uh, barry jenkins follow-up to moonlight mm-hmm. um that just came out christmas i think um so I, I i definitely need to see that as well um but uh we're gonna throw black panther black clansman <laughs> If Bill Street Could Talk. Yeah. We're going to have all those on there. We're
1: going we're gonna to front load it. Yeah. <laughs> and, know, and, and then next year, and it's no Garry- black, <laughs> black movies.
0: <laughs> black what? Black who? What? Black what? We, <laughs> we gave you three movies last year. What more do you want? <laughs> what more do you want from us? <laughs> um, uh, so I think it's a very interesting lineup that they have. To me, it's kind of panderish. But even with that, that being said, it's simply preposterous that they have Black Panther as best picture of the year for drama. It's preposterous because there's no doubt Black Panther was a great movie, right? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Everybody else, in you know, basically, it did shit sold basically like one billion. It, it well went well over yeah, one best billion.
1: Drama? I don't know. Best categories. Dr- what does that make sense? sense? Does that
0: even fucking um, make? It was like the the plot was good, but. Mm-hmm. Best drama, 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 drama. Get the fuck drama? out of my face, <laughs> drama, yeah. drama. Um, no, like under no. And here's what I, here's what I'm fearing is going to start happening is that they're just gonna start throwing shit against the wall and see what sticks. See what people are like. Oh, we're not gonna complain about that, right? Yeah. Nobody's gonna complain about Black Panther except for me because I'm like that doesn't make any sense. Why they, would I They set us up? They're yeah. like,
1: we're going to put this movie in there. Black people are going to complain yeah. about it because it doesn't belong in this category. And then,
0: and then we're like, we did all we could. Our hands are, what are up. You gonna we do? Did all we could. Uh, what the, do you the, want from us? Yeah. Like it, it's simply preposterous. Like, so for instance, if, um, uh, and, and I, I need to go back and, and and I looked at the Oscars before this, but I, I'm ashamed that I didn't look at the, uh, um, Golden Globes. But if the film, the dark Knight doesn't win either best picture, I don't give a fuck for what that, that is the, the greatest superhero movie to ever be made. If that didn't win, then that to me means you have no genuine interest in entertaining superhero movies. Mm-hmm. But if you throw black Panther in there, it's not because it was one of the best movies. It's because, you know, people aren't going to complain about that because everybody was talking about, Oh my God, this is a black, a black Panther was incredible, right? Yeah was it one of the best stories I've ever watched in my life? No, it, no. Like it, uh, you can say both things that black Panther was a great movie, but was it one of the best plots? One of the best stories? No. Like it, yeah. in fact, when you look at the story, the story's kind of stupid. Like in terms of like, okay, uh, T'Challa becomes King, uh, uh, fucking Killmonger his, comes out of nowhere, cousin, basically yeah. murks him. Um, and then he just comes back miraculously and, and then wins. Yeah, huh? (laughs) Like it's not that interesting of an actual plot. Still a great movie. Still a fantastic movie. They and and here's what I'll say is when I think back to Black Panther, I think the movie was actually carried a lot by uh, uh, Michael B. Jordan. That if it wasn't for the fact that he did such a phenomenal job as Killmonger, Mm -hmm. we would not be talking about Black Panther in the same light that we're talking about it.
1: You know, with with these journalists. Obviously, they're the ones doing the voting. I feel like there should be at least some type of give us some type of like publication as to like why these particular films. Yes, justify voted. your selection. Yeah. Let us know. I mean, you're a journalist. You write all the time. You can put together. You can give me two paragraphs as to why these five films mm. were selected. But
0: then again, you can never satisfy satisfy anybody. So I can imagine you can come up with some reason why, and people yeah. like fuck that.
1: I mean, I don't need necessarily to be satisfied with yeah. The, but you just need something. Give me some type of context. Yeah. Give me something that, that explains yeah. the, you know, the, the films that are uh, nominated.
0: Yeah. Well, let me, let me jump to another movie that came out last year. That is up for best picture this time in the comedy or musical category. Crazy rich Asians. Crazy. Ri- now, you now didn't, I, you have, didn't I still see haven't seen it, but after you watch this movie, please report back to me. To I feel, tell I feel me like this
1: has, is because the, the, we have the tariffs with China. Fucking <laughs> up trade wars. They're like
0: they've got the bigger picture yeah. in mind here. Yeah, they're playing the long game, yep. not the short game. Um, but after watching Crazy Rich Asians, it's beyond preposterous that they have this movie in there. It's and, and what category beyond is beyond preposterous, in? huh? Uh best picture for comedy or or musical. Okay. Now it clearly wasn't a musical, so they couldn't it can't. So yeah. basically they're saying it's the best picture for comedy. Crazy a rich comedy? Asians. It's 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 got com- it's it's a rom com. Okay, it's a rom com. That's essentially all Crazy Rich Asians is. Is just a beefed up, not even beefed up, but just a standard rom com. That's it. Yeah, it just has a whole lot of Asians in it. And for, for those who who might consider my comments unsavory, go check my analysis of Crazy Rich Asians. I, I go through the whole thing of I wanted more out of the movie than what we got. I understand that you should have a space where. Asians or just any minority in America can make a big sort of budget movie like this and be the sole cast members be, you know, the directors. I, I understand all that, but I still need quality work. Yeah. Like you don't get a pass from me. In fact, you, you that, can't that dumb is down me. the quality just
1: because it's like an all black movie or an exactly. all Asian cast. That's
0: or me holding you accountable saying yeah. you don't get a pass just because you know, you're you still got to make good. Shit. You just got to make good shit. Um, but it's simply beyond preposterous that this is up for <laughs> for best yeah. picture.
1: I, I definitely have to watch that. I feel yeah. like, is it on Netflix now? I feel yeah, like it's I somewhere stream. You
0: keep asking if it's on Maybe Netflix. Maybe like Amazon Prime. Do you Prime? watch anything outside of Netflix?
1: Yeah, I've been fucking with Amazon Prime lately.
0: Yeah, well, that's about to run out for you if I'm to understand uh, correctly. Yeah, yeah, so. my <laughs> membership. I think it like, ends like today. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you my, uh, I, I get Amazon Prime free, so. Hey, I'll give you the the old password. I need that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But uh, hopefully they don't hear this and just cut my shit off. Like, (laughs) can't have you sharing that shit. (laughs) Don't listen to this episode, (laughs) Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, uh, one of the other good things that I saw on the list, uh, was that they had, uh, for best foreign film they had, uh, 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 is um, they had Roma, uh, of course, and I think that. I, I really want to watch Shoplifters, and I, that's on my list of things to, to watch uh, as well. Yeah, is that on Netflix? Yeah, shut up. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, I, I, I still need to see that. Um, and then one of the only other things that I'll mention is um, they had Isle of Dogs uh, for best motion picture animated. I need to see that. Yeah, it's a Wes Anderson movie, um, which I've grown extremely tired of Wes Anderson. Uh, I think he does just the same thing over and over, which is just... To me, if you have seen one Wes Anderson movie, you've seen them all. Mm-hmm. But Isle of Dogs, I really did enjoy. And I thought was, uh, I don't know, there's something about it that it just hit me a different way than, than his other movies. I, I guess because it was animated, even though it was still in that Wes Anderson sort of way still, still mm-hmm. had his uh fingerprints on it, it did. But um it did yeah. y-
1: you know that was one of the movies er- like early in in 2018 that i saw that i wanted to watch just because it, it was outside of what i typically would have watched yeah um and i like to go against the grain sometimes yeah for, uh, for whatever reason i think it just got put on the back burner and mm-hmm. then it just got lost um but i will watch that movie at the top of this year yeah. that and crazy rich agents gonna put yeah. those at the top of the list
0: bet um so anyways uh uh, Golden Globes happening tomorrow. Um, I think I will watch it. I, I think I, I'm going to try. 2019 is playoff um,
1: football tomorrow.
0: Shit, no, but playoffs are what's the last game tomorrow? The last game's like four.
1: I think it's a four o'clock game. Yeah, and eight o'clock game.
0: No, 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 no. That's today. Saturday games are always you know later in the day than Sunday games. Sunday games are usually like one or somewhere around there, and then four.
1: Let me double check. I mean, yeah. if it conflicts with any football, <laughs> even over time, yeah. especially over time, yeah, you're not going to get my uh, my viewership. Yeah. I, th- I think the last game on Sunday, you're right. It is a four o'clock game. So yeah. as long as this comes well, on after eight o'clock,
0: I might. Tune well, in. you know, you know why? Because I, I t- typically I am right. Uh, it's it's pretty much a foreground conclusion that I'm right about something if I if I say it so. Just, yeah, a
1: uh, broken clock is right a, twice a day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah, that was very good. That was yeah, was very. Good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very uh, quick.
1: You, you rarely ever get to use that appropriately, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But, uh, that was very yeah, appropriate. Was appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So I think. Um. I think that's it for today's show. I think we've uh, given the people enough blood, sweat, and tears. Uh. I don't. I don't know why we gave them blood, sweat, and tears, but uh, <laughs> uh, we've given them enough. Uh. So. Uh. Stay tuned for Monday's show. Monday should be a pretty hot show. I'm sure we'll talk about some of the winners and losers from. Uh, from the Golden Globes, uh, see if Black Panther really does. I'm I'm pretty sure Black Panther is going to win. Like at, at this point, I think it's got enough steam behind it uh, that uh, the in fear of people revolting, literally. I think that they'll just give it to Black Panther, but I think it's, it's the wrong move to make. Nonetheless, we'll talk about that Monday. Uh, as long as we got another, uh, we've got another press play coming for you Monday. Still don't know what the fuck we're going to do it on, but we're going to do another press play as well as another film school uh, segment coming at you guys. Full packed Monday show, please, uh, tune in. Um, and then, uh, as always, um, you know, if you're whatever platform you're listening to this on, if you could hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, uh, that would uh, be great. And tell whoever you know about the fucking show. Spread the word. The Fade 2019 is going down in the fucking town. Uh, I, I'm ashamed that I made that rhyme, but I did anyways. I felt the need to. Uh, yeah. That goes. That's right up there with the uh, bad accents, uh as far as uh, things I probably shouldn't say. Yeah, you. But, uh, uh, you missed a lot of shots. There. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My my shot's not going down like it used to. No, yeah, yeah. no. Yeah, it, it's a our...
1: free throw percentage is off today. <laughs> but you know, you'll come back It happens to the best of us on the you Monday know? show yeah, stronger.
0: Yeah, yeah 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 we'll we'll come back to it with another game. Uh but uh ladies and gentlemen, um we definitely appreciate you rocking with us. Uh and so we'll just go ahead and hit the usual protocol as we always do.
1: Fade out.